Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to the Cultaholic Wrestling Podcast. If you like a lot of wrestling on YouTube, join our cult. Hello and welcome to the three normal men, mm? just innocent men. Joining you today <laughs> on the Cold Alec Clap. That sounds so ominous when you say it We're like just that. just innocent men. <laughs> what? As you say three innocent normal men, one of us hasn't finished loading yet by the looks of you. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh textures in that. You're listening to the tones of Matthew, sans hair. Yeah. Uh, Tom. Hi. Sans cat. <laughs> but Drew McIntyre. Oh, oh more on that in a bit, yeah. Ooh. And Andrew. With Where's beautiful personality. Hi, thank Where's you. That's really yeah, that's sweet of you to say. Plus one charisma for the podcast yeah, because can. Andrew is here. Bless you. Yeah, Bless yeah, your yeah. body. And plus five Yorkshire. <laughs> yes, if there wasn't enough Yorkshire in the previous episode of Ridge Holland. <laughs> and now, well, I'm here now to, to fill in the gaps, you know, that you've been missing for a long time. We're both gap fillers today. We are, we? yeah, we are. Look at this. And it's, me. And you're, you're the divine constant. You're the, <laughs> you're the Ken Barlow of the Cultaholic podcast. Oh. See, I was going to go with the B team, but I'm like, no, they won the tag title. We are the good innocent men. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take the good innocent men That's every right. day. So how are you, Tom? I'm doing good. Uh, this is a, a treat to be on back on here again. Back once again with the ill behavior. Um, hmm. We will see it over the weekend. I had a lovely chat with Drew McIntyre. Mm. Um, and... Uh, Pablo made an appearance, and it's and look, watch the video when it comes out, and see if you can spot him, because uh, what? <laughs> that's it. That's as you can see if you're watching the the the, the podcast, the YouTube channel version. Basically, Pablo ignores me all day long when I'm at home, all day long. It was nothing to do with me. I'm chatting to Drew McIntyre, and all of a sudden he's like, "What are you doing? <laughs> Why aren't you talking yeah. to me?" It's so adorable. now you know what to do. If you need Pablo, you go Pablo. No response. Pablo goes. I was great being the chosen one for Vincent. <laughs> Hello, I am here. What are we doing? <laughs> but all, all, all is good here. All good. is good here. Andrew. Me? Yeah, everything, everything's good as well. Been a busy week. Uh, back home. We got a little pigeon, right? We've got this, we've got this little what? patio in the flat. I know, it's taking a turn already, okay. this podcast. <laughs> we got this little patio a bit outside, right? And there's just been this pigeon that's been knocking about. It's not been flying or anything. We think it's got something in its throat, like a canker. So myself and Joanne, for like the majority of the week, we've just been trying to treat this pigeon, trying to, trying to make sure either A, it gets better, or B, it at least has a decent life in until the bad things happen. Oh, so we've just yeah. been trying to treat this little pigeon, which is it's been nice, but I think personally it's because 
I've been playing Hit Awful Boyfriend on stream. Oh, no. Which is the pigeon dating simulator, yes. as Matthew knows from last week. Which he tried to explain to Ross last <laughs> week, and Ross, like, was like speaking Swahili to him. <laughs> pigeon pigeon dating game. It's like, well, what, you date other pigeons? He goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're a human. <laughs> dating pigeons. Sometimes pigeons are quite desirable. Well, you see, this one that turned up, now in the now in the streams we've been like, oh, that chunky pigeon, that big pigeon. You want that thick pidge. You want the thick pidge. Hashtag thick pidge. And I came home one day, and on the on the windowsill, thick pidge. And I was like, I'm just a Casanova to pigeons. (laughs) At what point did Joanne open the door and go, "Hey, Andrew, what are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing. Just like feeding this pigeon. You know, like they used to do with the emperors and greats. Just feeding (laughs) this pigeon, let on its back, spread. Oh. So we're trying to we're trying to heal it back to health. But uh, yeah. Have you contacted nice RSPB? No, we don't really know what they would do with pigeons in terms of do they class them as animals they're... that should be trapped or do they just tra- just because I know people say so they're like the rats of the sky, they're trash doves. Yeah, so I don't know what they do, but we're trying our best. See what we'll see what happens. If yeah. I was a pigeon, I'd get one of those old leather jackets. I'd like a big patch. At, yeah, the rats of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but we've given it so many T-shirts now to like have. Uh, just to like chill out it's, on a night time, right? It's going, it's going to gigs. Because it goes, it go, I, I put a Biffy Clyro t-shirt out for it, so it might be, you know. How's it flapping swings with a yeah, t-shirt? But, oh, it's it's just, not been, it's just been chilling. It's just been like, it goes into the corner of the patio. So I put some like, we put some t-shirts down there to keep it warm on a night. So oh. I'm trying to visualize a, a pigeon walk around with a, a, a human-sized shirt. I mean, it doesn't wear the shirt. It doesn't wear the shirt. It just like sits on it, so it don't get cold. Right, <laughs> no, it's anything different. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. <laughs> it's like, listen here, you. You were definitely not at that Anthrax gig. <laughs> you were not on the Anthrax tour '94. Primark could give away free shirts as long as you can outrun security. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, it, look, if you're not sure what to do with him, I, I, I'll let Pablo know. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure I they'd had to get chase on. a cat away this morning and come outside. <laughs> one of the local cats there just eyeing it up, like. Hey, what are you doing? <laughs> It was after your thick pidge. It was after my thick pidge. That's only for me. How were you, Matthew? I can't compete with that. Uh, (laughs) I only went to a wedding. You did go to a wedding? In York. (gasps) It was wonderful going to a wedding between two beautiful, drama-free people. Mm. It was just, wait, we've got mates and they're getting married and they love each other. Oh, that's it. That's great. Yeah, no, it was just different friend groups converging. Like, oh, maybe that person's like that person. no. Everyone liked each other. It was a beautiful day, near Aww. rain. I lots of free plunk. <laughs> uh, all the other relatives were amazing. And yeah. It's a little sign it was, of oh, normality, isn't it? Yeah, but it threw me off. Like, wow, mm. this this just happened. Nice, normal thing, near stress. Apart from my mate, who was best man, got up and he was just like, it's great seeing you, mate. It's great seeing you achieve and uh, punch above your weight. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> For, you know... That guy's entire family. Oh, <laughs> was it? A, but yeah, but you expect a bit of that. Could you yes. with the, but like half the people, are like ah, ha, ha. the other half, like huh? Oh, <laughs> yeah. big difference between uh, Tyneside and Yorkshire, as it turns out. So, oh, I yeah. see. But you know what? It was beautiful. Then came back, um, decided, oh, I've got some leftover gin here. I'll get rid of this. I don't want gin staying in me place. Uh, tiny wee bottle of gin, right? Like mm. the lowest end of Morrison's own. I was like, I'll just get rid of this. And I'll be dry until the next wedding next month. Mm. Otherwise, I'm going to be like the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> I decided to drink it all. And 
I was just playing a bit of Metal Gear, and I stood up and went, "Oh no, oh no, I'm I'm far beyond gone now. Oh no, I didn't mean for this to happen. It hit me so hard." But I read but, that you did the Sahelanthropus on hard thing, I've, I've which been, is difficult as it is anyway. Beat the last fish on Metal Gear Solid Five, which I've not been able to do until now, and then went back and did the other one, oh. which I've struggled to do for three years. Sahelanthropus took us like ten attempts. I was like, "All right, fine." But then the other one, which is, I was playing until four in the morning. I did it. <laughs> it's a game I've owned for five years and not been able to beat that mission. And it turns out the secret ingredient was have a bottle of gin. <laughs> <laughs> so I beat it. I was just like, sober, I couldn't have done that. I literally couldn't have done it. But afterwards, I just started on the house going, I prefer <laughs> Maybe that's the trick with all Metal Gear Solid games. Because in the first one, yeah. like, I reckon you have, a, you have a, a big bottle of gin, drink responsibly. And it's like, right, let's play Metal Gear Solid. Right, Where does the controller go? I think it goes in that port there. And that's yeah. how you beat the last boss. That's how you beat Psycho Manus, yeah. Snake, that's amazing. How do you figure that out? I'm like, Snake, <laughs> you're clearly battered. <laughs> but Snake... Now, following Andrew's logic, a giant Metal Gear appeared outside one <laughs> soon. <laughs> give a it, thick Metal Gear. I gave him a Biffy Claro shirt. He seems to be happy. <laughs> I just think about Metal Gear Pigeon now. That's oh. a great idea. You know what else we, we've been thinking about? We must, oh. we must try, um, since you are a ginman, gin. and um, I mean, you're not a ginman. I'm not. A, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a whiskeyman. You're a whiskeyman? Yeah, yeah. I mean, they won't do it here, but we, Alex and I, on the Bank Holiday Weekend, found... The UK's smallest gin bar. Mm. Where's that? It's in Newcastle. It's opposite the stand. It's your house. And it, it's, it's my house. <laughs> it's the cupboard. It's under underneath stairs. this table. Right? <laughs> it's inside this organ. It's a Reeves and Mortimer reference oh, there. Oh, yes. <laughs> underneath the boss and over switch up and to your left. Um, it's in. The, it's like a little white doorway. And we're walking to, to another uh, bar because we got a bit tiddly over Easter. And um, and we saw this doorway that was open. I said, "What's this?" And then it was a name. It was the, the gin cupboard or something. And I was like, and it was just a corridor. And you thought, "Was oh, this the corridor that leads oh, to the wow. gin bar?" No, 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 no. That's all it is. It's wow. just a corridor. Oh. The, like they got the bar right at the end, and just like hundreds of gins all along the wall. It's amazing. All it right. used to be a public toilet, <laughs> and they converted <laughs> it into the I know UK what you smallest really, gin. I know bar. what you mean. Yeah, That's yeah, really yeah. Cool. yeah. We'll make it. We'll make it. We'll go on a recce. That there. sounds so nice. So use that toilet. Did you? And I wonder where it went. I mean, <laughs> now it's a gin cupboard. Yeah, of course it is. If you go in there, they'll tell you how to beat Metal Gear Solid 5. <laughs> ah, that's great. You know what else is great? Go Wrestling. On. Oh, yeah. Oh. So, in the big news this week, WWE issues a memo uh -oh, regarding name changes. Name changes for stars in WWE is not a new phenomenon. Despite having a ton of business sense, the changes have often left fans feeling cold, confused, or angered. Uh, recently, we've seen Volta become Gunther, mm -hmm. Raquel Gonzalez become Raquel Rodriguez, and Austin Theory simply become Driving Theory. <laughs> <laughs> He's driving me nuts. A report from Dave Meltzer in The Observer, blah, blah, blah. That's just right behind this. Uh, oh, God, I've got this like three paragraphs of this bloody response. But it's basically um, WWE telling everybody, look, this is part of the business. Calm your jets. Yeah. And yeah. it's true, because you think about the history of, of WWE. We notice it now because we're always on and always yeah. online. But they've been changing wrestlers' names for years and years and years and years and years. It's true, but I think there's been a harder push in the last few weeks. Uh, James Drake and Zach Gibson, and now just the team of Drake and Gibson. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
They completely ended the grizzled young veteran line as well. Yeah. And not even boys. called the GYV. They're going to be the soccer boys on the main roster. We the, like soccer. The footy hooligans or something. Yeah, they come out with them twisty things. <laughs> Shouting soccer. about everything. Kicking so- balls in people's yeah. faces. He's, he's Euro. I'm Trip. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even mad. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, also, Brock Lesnar has been removed from WrestleMania Backlash advertising. Uh, what's the reason? What's the drama? Um, he was never booked. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, he's not actually on the show. Sorry about that. So, uh, it's, very, it's a very indie promo promotion thing to do, isn't it? Just go, just put somebody on the poster, and then the person who was in the poster yeah. quote retweets, I've not been I'm not there. booked for this yeah. at all. It's like Grado saying, oh, sorry, I can't make it to uh, SummerSlam. Uh, I'm doing panto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tony Storm opens up about leaving WWE. Now, part of AW Storm got her release from the re uh, after summer 21. She just left. She says, I felt really overwhelmed at that moment. I was really excited and really happy. I'd be given a sec jazz my career. Uh, however, Australian native admitted that being away from home for so long played a part in their exit. I went two and a half years without going home at all. That's after a life of about seven years or so being on the road, leaving for England and just missing the place. Mm. And then the moment where I realized it wasn't for me. As much as I might have romanticized it as a child and thought it was my dream and what I have to accomplish, I just realized maybe it's not. Maybe it's not the place for me. Who am I to take someone else's spot that actually wants to be there? That's mm. not fair. I'm still going to be a wrestler. Then just wasn't my place. I think that's a really classy opinion. way to, to, yeah. to come at it. Mm. Um, I know people talk about it a lot, but then, you know, as soon as she was free, mm. she went on OnlyFans and made a lot of money there. Yeah. Is there a correlation between Juice Robinson going... Just gonna retire from wrestling now. <laughs> I'm all done. I think I want to wrestle again. Bathwater. In a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, Tony. <sighs> Kushida. Mm. Uh, the former WWE Cruiserweight Champion Kushida has left the organization. I think we were predicting this last week after he was just barrel rolled by uh, <laughs> Come Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow, Kushida's not able to compete tonight after taking, you know, a shoulder block. Like, uh huh. <laughs> Uh, uh, due to Kushida's contract expiring wasn't a release there's no word whether or not to be offered him a new deal I'm sure he was thrilled after that segment <laughs> and yeah a big reason behind it was um, and we talked about this in the news video today was simply the fact that since it became 2.0 like he has been very vocal about creative frustrations with 2.0 mm. like more so than he was before and this happened on a weekly basis and led to them just going oh, you know what let's Go do our own thing. And in the weeks before it was announced, he'd already been chatting to his mates in New Japan mm. and they were cooking some stuff up. Mm. Possibly a, a a new MMA gimmick, potentially for Kushida was what I'd read. Uh, possibly a heel turn when he comes back, move from the junior heavyweights to the heavyweights. I think mm. he's going to land just fine back in New Japan. Yeah. I think that's quite a good way of doing it as well. After we've seen this sort of this, the, the, how he's been packaged on WWE, I think go to New Japan and then do something completely different, as mm. we were talking about. Yeah. I think that kind of sets him apart and makes people look at him again, sort of, you know. It is funny to me that they are literally just trying to get piece by piece, wrestler by wrestler, rid of everything Triple H did with the black and gold mm. brand. Mm. But maybe because she just thought like his favorite game and thought, ah, it's time to split. Hey! hey. Thank you, thank hey. you. Hey. More of that to come. <laughs> Jack Evans has left AEW. He tweeted, my time with AEW has been a fun and enjoyable time, but it's come to an end as I will not be re-signed. My contract ends at the end of April. I'd like to thank everyone at AEW and the AEW fans for the opportunity. He'd have a long period of injury, but mm-hmm. his last match was losing to Dante Martin in February. It's fine. The AEW roster 
is kind of stacked. Yeah. Rather like mm. a certain cupboard of gin in Newcastle. So, <laughs> honest with you, it was like, oh yeah, Jack Evans is in AEW. Yep. I'd forgotten. <laughs> no, nothing offensive to the guy because he was no. just part of the, how many people can Matt Hardy fit in a stable? Stable. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brian Cage reveals, Vin- <laughs> the ones told him he was, quote, average at best. I have no idea why a wrestler would tell anybody that, but here we are. It's, it, is it maybe to bring his asking price down? Maybe, I don't know. I'm being paid too much money, says Brian Cage. Uh, <laughs> so I remember they wanted to be part of NXT season three before it became all girls, and then they changed their mind on that. It went back and forth, and I finally got a message saying, oh, never mind, we're no longer interested. And I was like, what do you mean? What happened? And they're like, oh, you're average at best and no longer interested. Wow. I was so heated, he says. But, uh, yeah. Which is weird, because the whole idea with NXT was we're going to take diamonds in the rough and make them good. Mm. When, when, and so, therefore, surely, that's exactly what you want. Somebody yeah. who's, at the moment, not great. But then it kind yeah. of, maybe they want people who are even further along. Yeah, I mean, mm. I can't think of any other reason why they would pass on Brian Cage. I mean, any other <laughs> <laughs> struggling for a pun <laughs> to shove in. But I think everyone knows what we're talking about by yeah. now. Uh, nah, three, two, one. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> also, <laughs> Amber Heard, uh, there's a tweet from Femme Condition with something. There's a photo of Amber Heard hanging out at the Magic Mike XL party. He was like, Amber Heard claims Johnny Depp was insanely jealous. Text show he was upset. She was at a rap party November 2014 all night. I had the text like, oh, where are you? And... Uh, and it says, well, was Depp jealous or was Depp reasonably insecure, suspicious and unsure? The picture that they showed was of Amber Heard and Kevin Nash. Like, <laughs> no yeah. way! Johnny Depp had every right to feel jealous, insecure, <laughs> suspicious. I like how when, when a wrestler appears in like the non-wrestling world mm. and there are comments under that where it's like, who's this guy? Is he some sort of producer? Like, what? Uh, what how can he help her <laughs> career? And then someone underneath has gone, he's not a producer, but he was a truck driver. He also used to be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what, is it ravioli? Is it ravioli that he just scoops yeah. it in as well? Oh. <laughs> One day I hope to make uh, Kevin Nash a big steaming bowl of Chef Boyardee and ask mm. him all about it. <laughs> I, th- I don't know if this is her, right? I'm pretty sure this is. So Joanne this morning was telling me something was trending on uh, on Twitter called hashtag my poo. And it turns out oh, she, yeah. did, she did a big poo in a bag. No, so the story is you're close. Yeah. So um, Amber Heard uh, did a dump in her and Johnny Depp's bed and told Johnny Depp it was the dog. The dog. But apparently it was too big to be a dog. It was too, because the dog they've got is tiny. Like, if the, if the dog had, if the dog had come out with the, with the dog... That's that, how he knew. Yeah. That's a, hang on. That's not coming out That's of the dog. That's not right. That's longer than the dog. I don't know why people think that, that there's anything to question about Amber Heard's mental well-being oh when she's God. gone. You know, oh, no, I shouldn't be I'll laughing. Do. Look, I should be laughing during this because obviously, yeah, it's obviously, lots yeah, of yeah. serious things going on. But bloody hell, That's mental, yeah, it? yeah, <laughs> it could be Kevin Nash. <laughs> Who's putting me in bed? Kevin Nash. <laughs> oh, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll just I'll, I'll leave it. I'll yeah. clean up. Sorry. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> who's pooed in the bed? Not the adjective poo. <laughs> Look who's talking poo. <laughs> With the voice of John DeVolta as the poo. <laughs> and uh, we and the, the last 
funny bit of the news is obviously we saw Sonic 2. We <gasps> did see Sonic 2. Yeah. We did see Sonic the Was Hedgehog it good? Too. I loved the first one. Have you not seen it? I haven't seen it yet. yet. Oh, oh. No. Deg, is it good? Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so we won't do too much in the way of spoilers. Yeah, please don't. Because we went on a hot date to go and see it. Oh, Math and I. To the night, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I bought a big He's, box of popcorn. Tom got a bit scared. He was like, ah, come here. I'll go after you. Oh, no. Offered you, offered you some popcorn, didn't I? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so if you, like, the first one was basically a really good road trip movie that happened to star Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Mm. The second one is just full of fan service mm. amongst the story. It was lovely going to see it with Maff because Maff is as big a fan as I am. So it was every yeah. couple of minutes, it was just like, oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, that's, a, that's from that thing. <laughs> And there's there's lots of I don't want to you know, if you haven't seen it I don't want to give too much away yeah you know, everything's but um, Rob Van Damme's ECW theme briefly plays which got to pop out of me yes. no yes. and it made up for the fact that me and Tom going oh let's watch this film they go it'd be great I'm walking and open the door it's just nothing but kids <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice yeah that. there we go whatever <laughs> too busy eating me hot dog I didn't notice no very good film very good film yeah. uh, and then they they follow that up with the announcement of Sonic Origins. That's cool. Yeah. Which I'm sure Triple Jump will touch on, which is great because I'm excited to spend £50 to play Sonic 2 again. I can't yeah. wait. I completed Sonic 2 recently. It was like the you first did. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the Switch, on the on the Genesis stuff. I've, I've completed the first one, three Sonic and Knuckles and Chaos, but never for some reason Sonic 2. And I thought, mm. you know what? I'll do that this week. You did you? Sonic 1. That's, that's the hardest. That's the harder mm, one, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, I say I did it. I remember being a kid like, Dad, can't do this beat, please. <laughs> <laughs> Did you complete it with all the Chaos Emeralds? Uh, no. Ah, oh, I didn't complete it then, did I? No, no, no. Fake you know, gamer? No, no, no. You're not a fake gamer. You still did complete okay, it. Okay, okay. Because it's only in Sonic 3 <laughs> where you get... Ignore him. It's only in Sonic 3 where you get an extra zone. Oh, if okay. If you get all the Emeralds. Okay. There's only Sonic 3 where you get Doomsday Zone. But Sonic 2, you complete it anyway, but you get a, an extra caveat to the end. Okay, 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 okay. You okay. Wouldn't I'll have to do it again then. You can do it again. And, and then obviously you can be Super Sonic. And all it's that so stuff. good. I love it so much. Sonic's great. just the best. Yeah, it's great. I love how Sonic, sorry, yeah. Sega treats the 2D Sonics like that's their attitude era. Yeah. Yeah. It's like nothing else has happened since. Like, have you not figured out how to do Sega Saturn port? No, no, no. We're doing Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Knuckles <laughs> again. Again? Yeah, let's, let's, let's get something a little bit more, please. Although don't do anything more with Sonic Unleashed. Most of the 3D games are a bit. Yeah. I'm gonna get some heat for this. Generations, but... I like Generations. Yeah. I thought Beep that was alright. Generations was good. Yeah. Because Generations leaned into the 2D. It did, it did, and that's why it was good. I had somebody argue that Sonic Unleashed was a good game, and I the... had to block him. Which one's that one again? Is that the one where it turns into a That was Ross Twiddell going, you don't know anything about Sonic. Yeah, I had to block him. Sonic Unleashed is the best. It was the one where he does indeed turn into and like a big And his arms are rubbery, because yeah. <laughs> he can stretch his arms dead far. And like jazz music plays. <laughs> yeah. Does, oh, oh, that, was, that was boss, that. That's dead good. Stop it. Nah, it's well good. Secret Rings as well. Put that up there. Cool. Well, that was the wrestling news <laughs> section. <laughs> Not looking at him for the rest of the show. Why? Because you, because you, you, right. you are, you are so wrong. You know I'm right. No. Sonic Colors. That was good. Now Colors, there go. I'll, I'll bring the, I'll bring the barrier down. Colors is very good. The sky was dark so bright. The colors feel so right. Just take my hand. We're gonna reach for the stars tonight. Wrestling. Aren't you glad that yes. Ross and Jack aren't here? And don't worry if you thought there wasn't any wrestling in this section. The Hall of Fame is next. Everybody get excited for the Cultaholic Hall of Fame. It's time for the lovely Hall of Fame segment. And in condescending order from last week. Oh, t- t- close one. Uh, Gilbert Gottfried, 
RIP, you offensive parrot, uh, 26%. How did he only get 26? Because people's like, nah. Do you, do you hit, we, I they should saw, have won Hall of Fame. They saw uh, Aladdin 2 and went, no. And gave him a song. <laughs> Full disclosure, uh, before we move on, I um, I always had this dream of, of turning uh, Barry the Shark into a Netflix series and then eventually a movie. Mm. The dream was always to get Gilbert Godfrey to voice Barry the Shark's dad. I could never have uh, to voice his dad. Yeah, because obviously I'd be Barry, but then yeah. Gilbert Godfrey would be Barry. Oh, so oh, first you do an impression sense. of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One, yeah, Barry. Barry is Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. God rest his soul. God rest his soul. Yeah, it's a dream that will never happen. No, not now. <laughs> not now. Uh, how can a flipping sausage be upside down? <laughs> you stupid little insert swear word. Second. Thirty-six percent. However. Ross was quite annoyed because obviously the censored bits of that and he's like we can't do that we get demonetized and he went no we can't <laughs> so did that get it was fine it was fine, fine. Yeah. there you go Ross because we're not going to be watching this mad as hell throwing your phone across the room hope you're doing alright pal <laughs> um, but Wheeler Yuda versus Mox star making performance for sure 38% a wrestling thing won pandering. the Hall of Fame that's, that's, pandering to the crowd disgusting I can't remember the last time a wrestling thing won yeah Disgusting behaviour. I'm living yeah. for you, mate. On Are a wrestling you... podcast, that should. We went down the backstory. We tried to find where this person lived and everything, and it came up second. D fair enough, though. You were so quite excited close. when you told me about that before you came in to record the podcast. <laughs> you were so, so excited about that. <laughs> so good. Good for you, mate. Can't believe uh, Well, who did do Will You? Oh, well, it must have been uh, Ross. Ross, then. Ross won. Yeah, it would yeah. be. So, Tom. So am I going first? Yeah, you're okay. replacing Ross. You go ahead. So my Hall of Fame comes with, um, it's a show and tell a little bit. Um, for Hall of Fame this week, I would like to nominate my niece, Sophia. Is uh, she in that? <laughs> she's not in here, now. So um, how old is Sophia now? I want to say that she's two, maybe three. She's two years old, I think, Sophia. She's two or three. I'm really bad. I'm sorry, Jim. I can't remember how old your daughter is. Um, I had a phone call last week. Stop it. I had a phone call last week um, from my mum looks after Sophia uh, one day a week and Sophia very excitedly was making something on the kitchen table, was making things. And my mum said, she's making something for you and she wants to send it to Aww. you. She's, and so, and I had updates on WhatsApp throughout the day of my mum and Sophia going to the post office, like a little face lighting up as she's at the post office. And then a few days later it arrived and... I'm just, my heart, my niece, bless us. This is what my niece sent me. So this is what I got in the post. Not an Amber Heard. From my niece. <laughs> Thankfully, it wasn't an Amber Heard. I thought it's a good rhyming slang. So my niece made me this. She's a lovely piece of artwork Aww. that contains it's glitter. It's got a googly eye on oh, it. You need that to be Alex Kidd. Exactly. So I'm going to use that to win on Alex Kidd for the master system. Um, I also got sent uh, some cutlery that had been painted, uh, some lovely yellow paints there, uh, some apples and pears and hearts on the knife, um, a slightly more, you know, gothic knife there as well, which is beautiful. I've got a spoon as well, which has been painted blue. Look at that. Um, I've got um, a few more bits of wooden cutlery here that have also been painted, lovely. Uh, I've got sent some feathers. 
to go with them as well. I don't know how we wear them, but they went with it as well. Andrew got, can use the feathers. I got <laughs> a, yes, you can. Use it for the pigeon. <laughs> I got a shell that had been painted. She painted me a lovely shell. Aww. And I think there was, I think there might have been a plasticine person in here. that they, they had a little rough trip, so I'm not sure exactly whether they were meant to go together or not, but there are remnants here of what was, I think, a plasticine man. And then the rest of it is just like lovely decorative matchsticks from from Sophia. So do you know what? I don't get much post. So <laughs> that's really sad, that, <laughs> doesn't it? So and I just was so in love with the fact that she gone, I want to send this to Uncle Tom. And and I've treasured it. And I think it's lovely. And and that was on our fridge until uh, this morning. I went, actually, no, I need this mm -hmm. for today. Because God love her. That's so sweet. And I'm sending, I've sent her some stuff back, uh, some Newcastle-based things from her Geordie uncle. And uh, that's brown. <laughs> <laughs> A bottle of brown ale. <laughs> some gin from the, some whiskey from the bar we were in. Yeah. Some gin from the gin and a, bar and we were in. And a palmo, but she'll only have that later on. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so for that reason, I'm putting the mm. wonderful Sophia into the Cult of Holocaust Hall of Fame. Oh, that was my sweet. nomination oh. this week. I want to put my little niece into the Hall of Fame for sending me, going to all the trouble oh. of sending me that lovely care package from back home. So Tom, thank you, Sophia. How sickeningly cute. Isn't it just? <laughs> Big love to my brother, my brother Jim. It's it's her, It's it's it, uh, she's his uh, daughter. And both my brothers are amazing dads. And uh, Jim, uh, I know Jim is raising two at the moment, along Aww. with Sarah. Uh, they're beautiful parents. They're wonderful people. I miss them because I haven't seen them in so long. Um, but lots of love to lots of love to all my family, but Sophia especially for that lovely selection is going into the Hall of Fame. Aww. That's my nomination. That's beautiful. Saccharine, isn't it? And it's going to be soul destroying when it doesn't win. <laughs> when, it, when it loses to the Amber Heard poo. <laughs> oh, and Andrew nominates well. Pete Gas. <laughs> I mean, if we all lose to Pete Gas, that's fair. Ah, yeah. oh, it's beautiful. So I came last, so you can go next. Well, mine's, mine's the complete opposite of this. Uh, I was, I, was, I, was, I sent the following. I was think, I was thinking, what am I going to put in? What am I going to put in this week? And there was a, there was a few different things. But um, recently, I've fallen down the rabbit hole, right, of watching uh, Limmy, like just Limmy oh, streams and everything. Yeah, yeah. And Limmy streams and, and like these clips on YouTube and everything are so good. And I saw one, and I was like, well. If I'm here sitting in the place of Jack the Jobber, then why don't I nominate this specific Limmy thing for the Hall of Fame? So, Richard, if, if, if you could oh, please. Oh, which one is it? Oh. Let's have a look. Oh. <laughs> I know. I'll do various audio things, and it, it goes randomly between them, right? So various snippets like this. Is that the ambulance or the police? Oh, my God, Johnny's been hurt. Johnny, that's my boy Johnny, no. This is all your fault. <laughs> His son's just went under I don't know. He's fell off a bridge doing some stupid <laughs> GoPro video. In Jack's absence, oh. I would nominate Limmy's Skater Boy to go into the Hall of Fame this week. Sorry, Safi. 
That's amazing. Oh, there we go. That's, so that's my pick. I was like, what's going to go in? And, and I've seen lots of videos, right, of Limmy's cat. And I was like, is that is is the cat pandering? I don't want to pander. Not that you're pandering. You're not at all. How dare you? It's pandering. But <laughs> Skater Boy by Limmy's going in for Jack. That's nice. Oh. I like, that's great. That's great, that is. That's great. All right, then. Go on, then. They're all kissing up to people. Top man. <laughs> I'm putting in the Dutch. <laughs> uh, Some milk. <laughs> <laughs> Some milk. <laughs> now, attribute to Jack the concept of milk. <laughs> Isn't milk great? No, I didn't do this Hall of Fame prediction three minutes before coming to the studio. Why would you say that, Matthew? <laughs> no. I bumped into a friend, I say bumped into, a friend I haven't seen for years because of lockdown and them just being very busy. Mm. So it's really nice when you actually get to meet up. And they'd said that they'd been to Edinburgh Zoo. They had some time off, so I thought they'd go Edinburgh Zoo the day beforehand. And I went, Edinburgh Zoo, why do I like that? I know why I like that. That's that zoo with that penguin. What? Please what show. penguin? What? Brigadier <laughs> Sunil's... <laughs> Olav the Third is a king penguin <laughs> who resides in Edinburgh Zoo, Scotland. He's the mascot and colonel chief of Norwegian King's Guard. Uh, Roll the military. The role of the family of Norwegian shipping magnate, Christians of the Christian When the Norwegians King's Guard visited the Edinburgh military <laughs> tattoo of 1961 for a drill display, a lieutenant named Nils Egelin became interested in the zoo's penguin colony. When the King's Guard returned to Edinburgh in 1972, Egeline arranged for the regiment to adopt a penguin. This penguin was named Nils Olav in honour of Nils Egeline and King Olav V of Norway. Nils Olav was initially given the rank of Lance Corporal in the regiment. He has been promoted each time the King's Guard has returned to the zoo. In 82, he was made a corporal and promoted to sergeant in 87. Uh, they've placed a few of them, so it's not the same one, but we'll pretend it is. He was promoted in 93 to the rank of regimental Sergeant Major, and 01 promoted to Honourable Regimental Sergeant Major. In wow. 05, he was appointed as Colin-Chief of the same regiment. Fly uh, up the ranks, this boy. All right. The next honour was a knighthood, awarded during a visit <laughs> by soldiers from the region King, King's Guard in 08. The knighthood was approved by King Harold V, and he's the first penguin to receive such an honour in the Norwegian army. Oh, isn't that a fun wow. fact to know? Uh, <laughs> A statement from the king was read out, which described Nils as a penguin, quote, in every way qualified to receive the honour and dignity of knighthood. So the third third penguin, which is Nils Arthur III, took over at some point between 08 and 16. And here's a fun bit. In August 2016, he was promoted to brigadier in a ceremony attended by over 50 members of the King's Guard. Nils Olaf now outranks Nils Egelin, the person who set wow. him up. Ah, no so way. I love amazing. the fact that they've just gone, yeah, you know what, this would be a good, good press. Um, we're going to have a penguin join, <laughs> join the Norwegian army. Uh, and now That's he's just going to go up through the earth. Started I, from the bottom and now he's here. I loved how in that picture that Richard just showed, it looked like he he's now like, you know, he's an he's ex-military at this point, yeah? <laughs> he just knows that he's an odd lad. He knows how to carry himself. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, yeah, all right. He's, uh, just can like you, that. Can you go back and just, there's another picture there's on the Wikipedia page. to the way There is. Stands. Scroll down, scroll down. Yeah, no, there he is! is! Sir Niles expects troops of the King's Guard. <laughs> Oh my God! What's Your he got shoes on? aren't polished. Not that shirt, soldier. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's yes. phenomenal. You maggots will get in the sea. You will bring me fish. <laughs> <laughs> we will fight them on the beach. <laughs> we'll fight, fight them, them on the, the sea. <laughs> That's all we'll fight them. That's yeah. all I want to go to be honest with you. It's not going to be that big of a deal. So, Lift yeah. up your beaks. All will come right. 
So I like the fact that this exists. But I also like the mm. fact that they have to keep on promoting them. There's, there's not many ranks after that. Queen. They just become yeah, no, the yeah. queen. Like, what, what now? <laughs> they have to get like permission to give him higher ranking than the official rulers of the country. I would love if that happened. And what if penguins are actually a lot more intelligent than we thought? Mm. And he appointed this uh, emperor of Norway. And then he goes, fantastic. Now start speaking. <laughs> no, I've been waiting all this time. <laughs> the plan all along. He's There's like nothing the you can do about it because like... I own the military. <laughs> I was going to say, there is something sus about so, somebody moving up the ranks that quickly, unchallenged. He's like the dog Nepotism in, in Rick and Morty, who becomes sentient and just like starts taking over humanity. Yeah. If Charlotte Flair were a penguin. <laughs> you know what? I mean, I for one welcome our penguin overlords as and when that time comes. I love him. He's yeah. ace. If he, if he has worked the system, then my, my hat's yeah. off to him. Excellent. Me too. You know, I thought penguins just told good jokes on the back of their rappers. <laughs> but he is a leader of an army. Yeah. It's a, a brigadier. Brigadier. So Nails Olaf. That's brigadier, Nails Olaf. <laughs> you oh, sorry. sorry, pal. So, your three, three amazing picks for Hall of wow. Fame this week. Wow. Ah. Uh, Tom, I do want to word this because not okay. everybody listens to the podcast before doing this. So okay, so, so Tom's niece... Sophia. I'll give you the spelling afterwards, young Jamie. Oh, mine's Limmy's Skater Boy Remix. So, well, I'm making sure I get the name right. <laughs> Nils Olaf, in brackets, Brigadier Penguin. <laughs> this is going to be a close one this week. It might be. It might be a very <laughs> close one. That outranks... Ah, oh, it be too long. Whatever, just put... Nils Olaf, vote for him... Or yeah. your anti-penguin. <laughs> that should help. Fantastic. And if you want to vote in the Hall of Fame, and why wouldn't you? You can go to patreon.com forward slash cultaholic and place your votes there. This is this week in the wrestling. It's this bloody week in the wrestling. Ah, this week in wrestling. Start for SmackDown. The show opens with RK Bro. Hey, they're from Raw. Orton calls out the Usos and says he respects their whole family. But Jimmy and Jay are bleep holes. Oh, what can that mean? RK Bro accept their challenge for a title unification match. The Usos then cheap shot Riddle and leave, thus proving their point, if we're being honest. You cowards. Yeah. Yeah. Can, I, can I give a shout out to Riddle, who gave a, a, a sterling reference to my home city? Because they're in Worcester, oh, yeah, Mass. Yeah, Worcester. And they went, we're in Worcester. You know, Worcestershire sauce, but that's a different Worcester. That's one in, in the UK. And give it a shout to where I was born. Cheers, Riddle. It's nice when you hear your hometown or your home city on the telly. They were talking yeah. about Worcester. It's nice where the sauce comes from. Where and where <laughs> and the home of Randy Savage's theme music. Whoa! What? It's where oh, Edward Elgar was born. No way! That's I know Worcester sauce and Randy Savage. That's Worcester. Uh, so pomp, and, pomp and circumstance, by the way, will be uh, pretty deadly's name when they go to SmackDown. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Women's tag champs Sasha Banks and Naomi argue with Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan backstage. Then Rhea takes on Naomi in a singles match and wins. Yeah, God, it's been a while since I had a, a match with Naomi that meant something other than just that never-ending before it ended. Deville feud. But yeah. yeah, I really like this match. Yeah, it was mm. good. I like the fact that she's using... It's, it's like the bubble bomb that she's using now as well, right? Yeah. To like finish matches. I quite like that. I'm like, oh, now that now that the Usos have got the 3D, she's got the bubble bomb. Are we teasing? Are we teasing? Is she going to join oh, the bloodline? Oh, I didn't Ooh. even thought of that. Yeah. 
Nice. Basically, Bud lineup. She's doing Dudley Boy. Oh, oh, oh right. Yeah, they, yeah. Because they do the one Very vicarious. Mm. I like that. I'm, joining, uh, the, maybe. The, I'm joining the biggest stable in wrestling history. Oh, great. The Dudley Boys. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great twist. Get up, get up, get up. <laughs> Backstage, happy. What, what's your like favorite Dudley Boy theme? Because you have the original boom, boom, boom. That there one. They go there. Yeah, it's coming down. And then they had get up, get up, get up. I think it was, I think the first one. I just love the. Yeah, that's so much better. I always wondered wondered what happened if they came out the wrong time. And Demon's like, all right, it's great to be here and watch the show. (laughs) (laughs) Demon! (laughs) Yeah, no, Papa yells, Demon! He's all upset. Carl goes, get the table. He's dead! (laughs) Don't get the table, man. Now's not the time. Backstage, Happy Corbett says, Madcap Moss was dead weight. Moss is interviewed by backstage interviewer Drew Gulak, Whoa. who is trying out. He's moonlighting. Yeah. Um, before heading to the ring and beating Humberto. After the match, Angel shouts at Humberto <laughs> for losing because everybody must be feuding with one another on SmackDown. Um, happy Corbin's promo was weird because he is still happy. Yeah. It, and that sounds dumb. Mr. Happy is happy. <laughs> Mr. Men books suck. But I thought maybe he'd be like angry Corbin after mm. Madcap Moss but no he's just still, I'm happy now he's left I'm like oh, oh okay I like the fact that he's still happy yeah. Like that, yeah that just sort of adds to the the yeah. the nastiness of his character mm. yeah but then Moss Moss's promo was oh I think I'm I'm worried where they're going here because during Moss's promo they had the kiss cam where they zoomed in on Moss's bottom and, and then, then yeah, did I might. That, didn't he? What, what, why are you doing that? And then they did it again ringside when he was in, when they were doing the kiss cam. He was like, "Oh, there, kiss my bottom." Uh, it's gonna be a kiss my ass match, lads. We're oh, getting a, we're no. getting a kiss my ass match. Yeah. You yeah, we've, I reckon it. I'm putting putting at least eighteen p on it. It's gonna be a I, kiss my ass spender. match. I thought that now that he's kind of broken away from Happy Corbin, he'd kind of start um, taking away the stuff that that Corbin gave him, you know, like the suspenders and everything. I thought he might start like changing up his gimmick and stuff a little bit, but people, people seem to like it in the live audience, which is fair enough. And if that's what gets him over, then fantastic. What what do they know? They're drunk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Charlotte Flair is angry at Adam Pearce for giving Ronda Rousey a rematch. She is interviewed in the ring by Drew Gulak, Mm. Moonlighting, who asks her about her visual submission at WrestleMania. Charlotte denies it and said she had something in her hair and attacks Drew, putting him in the figure eight until he says, I quit. Yep. He, he he was being really kind and polite because uh, Charlotte's leg wasn't fully round and he was trying to push his leg under to make it like, I didn't even like notice it was that. hooked in. Yeah, he was just going, ah, ah, watch, push me a little bit further in. Ah, yeah. ah, left ah, a bit, yeah. left a bit, right? Yeah. There you go. Oh, bless him. I'm glad that they've, they've gone, uh-oh, Charlotte talking about Ronda is the only thing duller than Ronda talking about Charlotte. Let's get Drew Gulak, <laughs> <laughs> the star of the 2K22 tutorial The mode. trainer man, yeah. yeah. If anyone knows about it, it's Drew. If it leads to Drew versus Charlotte for the SmackDown women's title, I'm fine with that. He should have just, just yelled, press R1. <laughs> 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 well, he just makes it do it again. Yeah. <laughs> Sami Zayn denies running away from Drew McIntyre last week. They have a rematch, but Sami runs away again. And Pierce books a lumberjack match for next week's SmackDown. I was hoping we see Sammy transition into a feud with Brock Lesnar, mm. but maybe they'll save that. Wow, that'd be quite good. That, they actually. did a little bit, they did, and they had a lovely time. Yeah, I mean Drew is great. I mean Drew, Drew's a good shout for Sammy Zayn. They, they'll have some fun uh, knocking heads, which is good. I like that a lot. 
I just thought Brock Lesnar might have been a, a go-to guy. They're just giving Drew stuff to do until September when he uh, yeah. when he headlines Collision in Cardiff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like the idea of like Sammy trying to like like give Brock some propaganda to read. Mm. Hey, yeah, but Brock, have you considered mm. this? And obviously Brock's a farmer going, oh, but get to keep my own land, eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Ricochet is put against Jinder Mahal, the IC title, and this is when we go, okay, here's where the push ends for little old Ricochet. But then, no. He wins. Successfully defends the IC title. Well done, Ricochet. Well done. Can you make it two weeks in a row without losing? Oh, can we make the IC title the workhorse title again? Yes, please. I don't know what it is. He did a little promo beforehand as well. I just don't, I, I just don't connect with... Ricochet so much anymore. He's like he's amazing in the ring, but there's some there's something yeah. about his character. It's because you've got a personality. Like... <laughs> <laughs> they pushed him loads like that during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Whereby, like every week, he'd come out and cut promos on mm. whoever he was facing. I was just like, these aren't landing. But like the ones that he did when he was against Mustafa Ali and was uh, like putting him up on social media and everything just with his phone. I was like, oh, that's good. That. That's good, more of that. Because he was a bit, like, cocky and a little bit heelish as well, but then now it's just like, uh, yeah. There was the good one when he faced Brock Lesnar. I think it was at... Um, I was in was it the, Saudi Arabia. Was it Saudi Arabia? Mm, yeah. And they had the, and they had this thing saying, like, everyone's just ruled me out that I'm not going to do it, but what if I can? And what if this happens and this happens? And what if I do? Anyway, 30 seconds he lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that was such a good promo. I went, oh, this might actually be competitive. Yeah. I'm like, and as soon as the match happened, I went, what was the thing? <laughs> they had you. They I'm had you. Well, he wouldn't have said that if he wasn't going to. Mm. Oh, right. The belief was suspended. Yeah. <laughs> as they should do. That's what wrestling's about. Well done. You got me once and never again. That's why no one cheers from now. It's like, nah, nah. You, you died against Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Sheamus and Rich Holland are still trying to control Butch backstage. They remind him that the New Day are the enemy. He runs off and attacks Kofi and Woods. Sheamus and Rich join in until they're separated by W officials. What did Pat mm. McAfee call Butch oh, dear. during this little segment? No, it wasn't Pete Dunn. <laughs> He called him um, he called him a rabid wolverine. He called him a rabid wolverine. That would be a great terminology expression or something could trademark for a wrestler if it hadn't already been done. Which means it's never been done. Never, ever. Oh, that's ever. right. That's what it says here. It says one of these people might be interviewed by Colaholic soon, so be careful. You know what? Butch is great. I've always liked him. <laughs> little bonny lad in his little hat. I, I oh. like... Butch, you know what? Screw that penguin. Butch's <laughs> hat. Butch's <laughs> hat and nothing else for the whole I thing. like... Do you know what? I, I, I was like the rest of the world when, when Pete Dunn turned up on SmackDown and went, Butch, what are mm. you... I, I'm warming up to scampy little pitbull Butch. Like, I'm actually warming up to it. Wait, wait. You said scampy. Scampy. Yeah. He's in Little Cousin little... Scampy too. Oh, there we fun galore with the terrible four. Just you wait and see. It's if Ridge and Holland, come well, just watch out because Ridge Holland will give you an injury. Oh. It's Seamus and company. He's got it. I forgot my wallet on the way into work this morning. Like, Despite the fact that I'd left it on the side for me not to forget it. <laughs> Fine. But the Sooty and Company theme has sat dormant in my brain for 15 years. Yeah, it's like theme songs that live rent-free in your head. Yeah, rent-free. Rent and company. I'm evicting it later in favour of something more useful. <laughs> 64 Zulin, that gets stuck in my head all the time. Which Do you remember one? that? Am I a bit to you? Am I a bit to you? 64, 64, 64 Zulin. And that's all I remember. What that is it? it? No. It was just like a cartoon. This, this girl climbs out of a bedroom window 
at night time and oh, goes to the zoo. Yeah. <laughs> and who does she see at the zoo? The penguins. Right. What's his name again? It's Nils, there. It's Nils there. Ol- I know, I'm looking at you. Nils Olav III. Oh, that's him. Bring it to you and me in the 64, 64. 64 Zealand. Nils Olaf the third, bring a deer to you and me. Butch and company. We get another Lacey <clears throat> Evans video package which talks about her violent father and how a difficult childhood made her ready to face anything. Backstage, Natalia and Shayna Baszler feel as though Lacey has no respect for those that came before her. Raquel Rodriguez shows up and shakes Natty's hand. It's so weird going from like, you know, Oh, I'm Butch. Let me at him. Let me at him. Oh, I'm going to do you an injury, boss, mate. You, you, <laughs> chim, chimmery, chim, chimmery. Lacey Evans' childhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was rougher than a badger's ass. <laughs> Jarring, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, it's working. Because, I mean, last yeah. week they did this. And it was like, oh, Lacey Evans sexing dead people to even worse death. That's what she did last time she was here. <laughs> like, mummy's alive. And I was like, no, no, I'm back. I had a bad childhood. I'm like, this is really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not but we want someone to react a certain way. Yeah. Very desperate. But then you hear the crowd going, yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, it worked. All yeah. right. Then. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in the 90s, WWF wanted everybody to get behind an all-American and they let them have a bus. So I'm just saying, <laughs> give Lacey Evans the Lex Express and you'll have similar, oh my God. if Nat- not better reaction. Natalia, I'm the best wrestler on the boat. <clears throat> I'm the goat. I'm the throat. I'm whatever. And then it's like, I need a hero. <laughs> Lacey Evans. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're trying to they're trying to trying to slam her on the boat. What on Natalia's back? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that'd be amazing if they actually played that out again. That would be so good. I want Lacey yeah. traveling up and down the country. Maybe like, trying, to, trying to trying to get a get a title shot against Charlotte Flair. Maybe, maybe that's maybe when when they <laughs> come over. Like, Who's asked? I said yes. <laughs> When they come just over to the UK, like, yeah, sure. when they come over to the UK, we'll just get them on the boat, like the Lex and Yokozuna thing. Get them on a canal boat. Lacey <laughs> <laughs> Evans can just like body R- slam Rosie the and Jim doing comedy. Yeah, yeah, that'd be perfect. <laughs> get on a boat on the River Seven. <laughs> get, get on a <laughs> get on the Tuxedo Princess on the tide uh, on the River the Tide. Ba- the banal on the canal. <laughs> 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 Who's this stepping onto the canal? Wait for, wait for the other person to get off because it's going to get too heavy. <laughs> We're going through a lock. Hang on. <laughs> so, oh my god, she jumped from one end of the canal to the other. <laughs> oh, that's not that impressive, to be honest with you. <laughs> oh my, I'd watch that. Yeah. That sounds good. Lacey Evans Why haven't slamming they done that? Natalia on a canal boat. <laughs> no. And then Riddle faces Jimmy Uso in the main event, which can't compete with what we just described. <laughs> nope. But then Orton and Jay brawl on the outside while Riddle gets the win. Yeah, I do like the Harry Bloodline. Yeah. There's literally no tag team division right now on SmackDown. So mm. yeah. why don't you go to Raw and get their belts? Yeah. Like, Good idea, boss. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to the match at Backlash and everything. Yeah. I think they, they, they all work really well together. Mm. And then AW Rampage, uh, the BCC. Beat the gun club. We really you to get in the pinfall. Mm. It's worth it just for regal talking. Yeah. Hello, you with the mask. Yes. Uh, the butcher squashes Barrett Brown. Thanks for coming. Yay. Ruby Soho beats Robin Renegade to qualify for the Own Heart Foundation tournament mm-hmm. in a really weird bit where the Renegades do the twin the magic. Swap out, yeah. Yeah, and then they lose. <laughs> and it's their first time doing it. <sighs> just felt some of these matches so far in this Owen Hart tournament, like in the women's division bits specifically, just a, 
I don't know. They feel a little bit inconsequential because you you know with the people that they put in there, you know right. who are gonna win, right? So it's just like ah, it's, it don't really it don't really do anything for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same. And then Hangman Page and Adam Cole have a little old rematch for the AW World Title under Texas Deathmatch oh. rules, which isn't proper Texas Deathmatch. You have to get a pinfall of yeah. that. But hey, last man standing's been the yeah. whatever. Well, yeah. We're not like wrestling nerds or anything watching AEW. It's, <laughs> it's not the core audience or anything. Kidly. And uh, yeah, the usual blood and gut uh, 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 from these two guys and what mm. you expect from these AEW matches. Doing a lot of them this year, it's got to be said. But there was one little bit where he gave him a crown of thorns. Well, barbed wire, but you know. Yeah. And uh, put them on him just to finish him off on uh, Easter. <laughs> Easter, Easter Friday. Weekend. That's right. Yay. The good Friday. Well, it was a good Friday for Hangman Page, but a bad Friday for you. <laughs> and this got some people upset. And I don't know why they would do this because, obviously, I wasn't bothered, but yeah. a lot of people are like, all right, we couldn't have picked any other time to do this. And I just see this as annoying people for the... No good reason. I wonder whether, I wonder whether, I mean, if it was done to annoy people for no good reason, then that's, that's shameful. Mm. Um, but I wonder whether it's just a case of going, oh, this is a fun idea for a finish without really paying attention to the fact that, oh, actually, yeah. it, is, it is Easter weekend. Um, <clears throat> potentially that. Uh, I, I, can, I, I I've made not nothing as grand as that, as awful as that. But I've certainly uh, done stuff in the past where where you haven't considered the context and like, oh, actually, probably shouldn't do that now. Mm. And so it's just most of the time, it's just done out of uh, a lack of foresight, uh, mm. a lack of uh, outside influence. I imagine it was a, a finish that they kept quite close quarters, yeah. and had they put it out a little bit more, so we would have gone, oh, actually, just a heads up. Might be a bad decision mm. to do that, um, but I think if it was done just to go, yeah, let's wind them up. A bit, mm. I think that's a bit. I'd like I because mm. I heard about this and and I I didn't really think about it beforehand, but I heard about it and and when I was watching the match, I don't know if it was just me, but the way that he that uh, Adam Page was trying to put the barbed wire ra like round Adam Cole's head rather than like a crown he tried to wrap it round the the whole head it looked like but then the barbed wire kind of just like sprung up onto onto uh oh. cole's head and but then uh, excalibur was like oh a crown of barbed wire for adam cole yeah. and i was like okay maybe they did because at first i was like was that an accident and did then excalibur just say that just because or was it actually all planned out beforehand. I wasn't mm. I wasn't too sure. I love analyzing this now. Yeah, I know. Was this accidental Christ mm. or deliberate? <laughs> I think I think crown of thorns, head of thorns, whatever they were trying to do, I don't think the match needed it. Mm. I think it would have just been fine with the finish through the table. I right. think mm. that would have been right. just fine. Mm. I think you needed to wrap barbed wire around Adam Cole's heed. Yeah. Sometimes they get they're a bit guilty of doing sort of violent for violence's sake. Yeah. Yeah. Um so worst thorn in wrestling since Kevin. <laughs> oh! <laughs> wow. Shade that was my on. original zinger. My original zinger was some people complained because obviously Adam Cole resembles Christ. So I couldn't pick the one. I went, no, Jesus was black. But I don't think Tony Khan knows this. I would have put him in the main event. <laughs> oh. But I didn't say that, so it's all right. <laughs> oh, then AEW Battle of the Belts 2. Oh, because the first one was so crazy. Yay. <laughs> Who remembers Battle of the Belts 1? Uh, Scorpio Sky defends the TNT title against Simon Guevara. Take on, he dis ah, distracts the referee by brawling with Paige Vincent on the outside, <laughs> which allows Simon to hit the low blow and win back the championship and officially mean that he's a heel now. Mm. After being like, good. you're supposed to be the good guy, but then he just... 
Speaking of like Ricochet's like got nothing promos because he's just not that interested, dude. Mm. But Sammy's su such a natural heel. Mm. He even mm. talking to Dan Lambert, who's just <laughs> an old man yelling that oh. you can't have your ball back. Uh, he managed to come across as unlikable next yeah. to him. Especially on Dynamite this week as well. Oh, I think, yeah, but now, now it's deliberate. It's like, all right, thank God. But yeah, at least yeah, yeah. I'll give them credit for going, all right, Sammy, you're not going to be in a baby face. That's fine. Mm. But at least AW gone, all right, yeah, we can hear the booze. Yeah. yeah, and they react to oh, and they it tried to edit. Last time, they had, a, uh, I think Sammy had a match. Mm. Uh, was on, must have been Rampage then? Yeah, because obviously that's pre-recorded. They had like, wow, you can hear... Like the edit noise of like, the crowd. <laughs> Dave melts his computer in the background. Like, they're trying to load it up. <laughs> Listen to the crowd cheering for some... Beep, beep, beep. Oh, <laughs> hang on. The, the, end, the end equipment quit. <laughs> I'm not cheering for Sammy. So, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. Scorpio's Absolutely guy, bless him, sense. though. Like, it was like, all right, cool, we're going to do something with Scorpio. Um, no, not really. Oh, and then he just man. didn't do much about Titi Talo Buff and go, aha, I had to earn my ass off to get this title shot. And now no one's getting a title shot. No. Now I've got it. Ha, ha, ha. So it's like, all right, well, Sammy's got it again. You're like, okay. They they, they could potentially switch it back, which we'll I talk about so. in a bit. Yes. Mm. Uh, Jonathan Gresham defends the Ring of Honor world title against Dalton Castle, mm. who has his boys back. Yay. Of course, that's, his boys would be, what, Steve Blackman, Crash Holly, <laughs> depending on who you are. Uh, Gresham wins, but both men are attacked afterwards by Jay Lethal, Sanjay Dutt, and Big Sat Satnam Singh. I'm going to get that right. Lee Moriarty and Matt Seidel try and make the save. Oh, yeah, they'll they'll work. And then, on his uh, crutches? Yeah. That'll One, help. One-legged Matt Seidel and Lee Moriarty. <laughs> Great. Cheers, pal. Then Vanity Smojo arrives with lead pipe and the bad guys leave. Uh, first of all, the Ring of Honor division. I'm like, all right, where are we going with this? Yeah. I'm really slightly nervous. Because <laughs> it all, it looks like, to an outsider, that they, they're going to make Satnam Singh the Ring of Honor champion. <laughs> That's what I see yeah. when I see. Yeah. Like, to me, like one of the big stars they pushed in the new Ring of Honor is Satnam Singh. Mm. And, and fine, but... At the same time, no. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't T know. Tony Khan's brought back Ring of Honor and he's turned it into WWE. Because <laughs> this the whole segment was like, okay, this is very much a WWE segment. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, have Satnam Singh beat someone. I'm like... It's not. It's, well, it's weird, is he isn't reducing it? the brand so you can buy it for less or some... I don't know, whatever. I, 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 right I, now, yeah. they've got a lot of stuff on AEW. Yeah. A lot of little, different, uh, different divisions and feuds and classes and mm. things like that. And here's another one. You're like, okay... Fair enough, and some of the wrestlers, yay, lucky to see them, but I'm like, cool. It's so, so weird. So far, so weird. Because you've got, there's obviously so many, there's so many dream matches and, and people you could have Joe face off against, right, as he comes into Ring of Honor, and it's and it's Satnam Singh, like, out of everybody. I know they'll be saving stuff for down the line and whatever, but, like, it, it, it took, especially last week, it took the wind out of the sails of everything, didn't it, when he just came out, yeah. and it was like, eh. And also, it's like, Oh, by the way, here's Dalton Castle with no build or hype. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, you know who he is, right? I'm like, well, yeah, but you want to give us anything? Mm. That Ring of Honor video library you may it's, or may not have? It's very early days, but why does this feel, why does AEW, why does Tony Khan running Ring of Honor feel like WWE running ECW? It's very early days. Ooh. I'm aware of that, but I can't help it. That, that's a worry to me. What do you think? Smoke Joe's gonna the guy the big battle royal is gonna move a shirt reveal another shirt with a different <laughs> yeah. company's name on it. <laughs> they're gonna do they're gonna do Satnam Singh versus 
flipping. Go on. Um, Test the butcher <laughs> for the ROH title at the 2300 Arena, and everyone's going to cha- change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Khan doing the hate. Tony Khan's going to go, Stop, turn all these bots off! Yeah. <laughs> turn all these bots off! They've become yeah. sentient! Yeah, it turns out Tony Khan's like, No one's watching Ring of Honor near the end. We were watching ECW on sci fi. Let's face it, Ring of Honor died years ago. <laughs> Come on. And then Thunder Rosa beats Nala Rose to retain the AW Women's Championship, and mm. I thought was probably the highlight of the night. Yeah, I, thought I saw he was a lot of really people good. On, yeah. online being like, "Yeah, whatever, this match was that good." I'm like, "What? I thought <laughs> it was great." Like, there was really good bits. It started off a bit rocky, started off a yeah. bit rocky, but then it like it picked up towards the end. Everybody was like dead into it as well. The stunner that got everybody going mm. that was really cool to see. I like the ending as well with the Hurricane Rana. Yeah, thought that was really really well done. Like, yeah, nice I to see that. Really, I think Nyla Rose's best match yeah. in AEW. Uh, I like the Venom stuff which he came out with. Um, Cutie Marshall didn't. Cultaholic exclusive. We had Cutie Marshall on Desert Island Graps the other day. And uh, and he said, uh, he, he's, he's, he was a bit ranty about nerd culture and wrestling. Because he oh. says, we struggled as far, he, say, he said, we struggled to get some of the bigger stars, the bigger athletes in wrestling because it's all very nerdy now and he talked about the conversation he had with nyla rose where he said to her like what's oh, what's all right. what's this uh, all about and she yeah. was like oh this is venom and cutie marshall was like why would you want to dress up as somebody else like in wrestling you get to dress up anyway why would you dress up as someone else so he doesn't quite he's not into the whole comic book yeah. thing he said he's a lovely guy but he was very outspoken about nerd culture in wrestling on desert island raps it's on the podcast feed now Oh, you must love the first ten minutes of this, then. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we had it. Yeah, he gave his he gave his opinions on Sonic Origins. Don't worry. Just, yeah, Tom just marked off all. The, oh, you don't ask that question. <laughs> uh, Monday Night Raw. Seth Rollins opens the show <laughs> and calls out Cody Rhodes. He says that Cody had an unfair advantage at WrestleMania because he was a surprise opponent. Mm-hmm. So tonight, Seth wants to pick a WrestleMania. Sorry, uh, mystery opponent for Cody. And Cody goes, "I are eat, pal." <laughs> so it's a mystery opponent versus Cody in the main event. It's like, yeah. hang on, that actually makes sense. That's some credibility. Mm, yeah, right, yeah. Okay. yeah. Some good yeah. booking. Some booking. <laughs> but apart from his little quacking and squawking, in tribute to Nils, sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks and Naomi retain the women's tag titles against Rhea Ripley and Liv Morgan. Nice little fun match. Yeah, here. another good yeah. match. Yeah. Bust out all the double teams. But then, you know, didn't quite get that move. Liv and Rhea off the top row, but Liv didn't contribute anything. Yeah. And then she was the reason. That mm. the, the kick out, sorry, yeah, the pin we- was kicked out, and Rhea was like, What? Mm. And then they lose. And then Rhea and Liv argue after the match, and Rhea beats Liv down, ending their team and turning Ripley heel. You're like, no. Oh, that makes sense because Liv Morgan's been a bit useless recently. But then he went, Rhea, why did you do this? And she went, What makes you think I owe you an explanation? It's like, Well, it's pretty self explanatory. <laughs> <Yeah>. like, <laughs> I've been watching the match, but. I'm sad that this team's over. I liked the sort of subdom vibe of Liv Morgan and Rhea Ripley as a team. I thought it was a, a unique aesthetic. Yeah. From implicit to explicit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's that. There but it yeah. was good. Yeah, I, I like the match and everything. And like you said, it's a bit of a shame because I said it multiple times, but aesthetically they work really well together, I thought. Mm. And now I'm worried that Liv might not have much to do if, say... Rhea goes to the edge stable, maybe potentially. That's I wonder if people were umming and ohhing because the word dodgy lights in the background. And yeah. whether it's whether it's was a deliberate little nuanced thing or it was just because they had the shots sort of yeah. later on. Like, <laughs> what switch the lights off now? Nah. <laughs> it's going up and pressing the switch. Come on. <laughs> Banger Belair confronts Sonya Deville in the ring. Sonya says their title match will take place next week in Belair's hometown of Knoxville, Tennessee. 
Sonia insults Belair until she gets lifted up for the KOD. Sonia threatens to strip Belair of her title until she puts her down. Backstage, Sonia demands a punishment for Belair's actions. Adam Pierce, who has been umming and her in the last few weeks, going, you know, you've been pushing out quite a bit, Deville, you know. Uh, and she goes, all right, all right, all right, it's okay. It's all right, it's all right. I gave her a fine. And Belair turns up to pay a fine, which is $1. <laughs> <laughs> Again, actually building up stuff there with Pierce yeah. and Deville going, no, no, you, you have been a bit raged recently. Mm. You need to calm down. I like the I like this little feud for Belair. It's, a, it's got teeth. It's a bit different. I, you know, I, I think there'll be something a bit meatier for her come SummerSlam. But in the mm. meanwhile, I don't mind Belair and Sonya Deville. Yeah, so, yeah, like you said, it's something different, isn't it? Because yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't actually expecting when Sonya came out and was like, "You've got to sign this now for next person to beat you." Uh, I wasn't actually expecting her to turn around and uh, and batter her, so I was quite quite surprised. I seem to remember they did that in in TNA, and I'm sure it was might not be a signing, but MVP was in TNA at this point, I think. And Eric Young was the champion. And MVP mm. was like, I've got, a, you know, I've found a new challenger for you. And they eventually got into the room and said, Eric, cut out here. Right, we're going to bring out your new challenger now. And they both look at the ramp and then MVP batters him. He goes, yeah. ah, it's yeah. me! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like, that's a nice little Oh, I remember yeah. Vince, Vince Amanda is, here is the specialist referee for the match. Here's the guest referee. Oh, he's just nervous. I'll go get him. I was like, oh, I wonder who could be it. Spitz Man. Oh, Vince. <laughs> Wacky Vince. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. Uh, Veer Mahan squashes Jeff Brooks. He puts on the clutch at the bell until referees run out to stop him. Brooks gets stretched out. Yay. Veer's coming yeah. every week now. It's great. Coming every Everywhere. Week. Delighted for him. <laughs> Sending people to the hospital. There's so much coming. <laughs> so yeah. much. He's coming so hard that people are ill. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's it. Get a joke. Do the joke until it's no longer funny. Sex and then joke. wrongly do the joke. <laughs> we had the evolution of a, th- a bit in three seconds. Thank you, Tom. Thanks, mate. TikTok's had a good effect on you. <laughs> <laughs> it is funny it when we say Veer is coming, it sounds like he's having sex. <laughs> I hate you so much. I know. Kevin Owens <laughs> has enlisted Chad Gable to give Ezekiel a lie detector test Perfect. to prove he's actually Elias. Ezekiel shows up and has one question for the W Universe. Who wants to hear Zeke speak? <laughs> Gable gives Ezekiel a test, and he passes. Owens is furious and argues with Ezekiel until Gable attacks from behind. Uh, the crowd went the bit because Kevin Owens is good at being exasperated even when this is, hey, hang on, they did this with Mr. America and Vince. <laughs> but then, yeah, and he's somehow passed. But then, uh, yeah, they were like, yay, we like this, yay, yay. And then Gable and Ezekiel have a match, and the crowd's dead. yeah. I think it's the it's the skits and bits with Ezekiel yeah. that make mm. it rather than the wrestling. Yeah, I think I don't it, think anyone sees Ezekiel wrestling. Wow, I fear no. some single crab. <laughs> Ooh. He's got him now. How's he going to get out of that one? Man enough for only one leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then Otis interrupts. So yeah. more of that later on. RK Bro take on, uh, take on the Street Profits in an untitled match. The Usos music plays, which distracts <gasps> the RK Bro, and they're like, "Ah, they're coming." And then Street Profits get the win. Uh, and afterwards, Street Profits go, ah it was ours. We made the music, <laughs> you stupid people. Ah-ha-ha. Imagine losing to an .mp3. <laughs> and I thought, that's great. Yeah. Finally, they go, ha it was us. And they warn Randy and Riddle that the Usos aren't the only team they need to worry about. <gasps> the Raw Tag Team division has been sweet this year. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And I'm glad that they are aware on SmackDown that actually the better teams are over there. Yeah. So why don't we just have floating tag belts? Which mm-hmm. I think is where we're going. I think that's so I'm much happy better. with this. Yeah. So much better if they do that, definitely. 
Floating tag belts all around, please. Yeah. Edge and Damien Priest cut an in-ring promo. Edge talks about how Priest needs to realize his full potential. And I'm like, oh, here we go. Is this like, ah, I'm evil. But then he goes, well, look at Damien Priest. Last year, he's playing second fiddle to Bad Bunny. Oh, another Bad Bunny doesn't have a, a match at WrestleMania or appearance. Damien Priest doesn't get a match at WrestleMania. So now bring him back to where he could be. I'm like, I'm like, this show makes a lot of sense. There's some this good week. There's actually been some raw this week. Yeah, I'm like, I'm really happy to see it. I'm like, <laughs> wait, this is all stuff that's not a yeah. truth to it. It's been built up. I was like, if you watch the previous weeks, this makes sense. I'm like, yes, it does. This is all we ever wanted. Been a change or anything, but yeah, sorry, to talk over you. I was, sorry, sorry, I was just saying this is all we ever wanted. Yeah. With some consistency in the book. I personally want to see, you know, like the House of Black stuff in AEW, but I want to see, right, that when when they move from one place to the other, I want to see them struggle carrying Edge's chair to like the next place to make <laughs> it look like to make it look like he's coming out of the shadows or something. That's what I want to <laughs> see. Until one one time they the rest of the sea. Look, Edge's chair's been moved by his lackeys. Right, he's gonna come and then Edge is like hits behind like, ah, you fool! <laughs> Instead of looking where the chair was, she looked at where I was. <laughs> and then Edge also says it only took two years for the fans to complain about him coming back from retirement. Edge challenges AJ Styles to a rematch at WrestleMania Backlash. Backstage, AJ accepts, but the lights flicker. He goes, oh, I'll go put a fiver on the lecky. And he's ambushed by Edge and Priest. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I like for it. it. I Plus like he also it. goes, oh, I, I was doing the goth thing years ago. Mm. You know, The Brood, Mystery of Darkness. Yeah. Gangrel's been asked. He says, "Yeah, I'd love to come back with WWE." Maybe he's hiding in the chair, and <laughs> Gangrel comes out <laughs> of the chair. Maybe Gangrel is the chair. Oh my god! <laughs> Gangrel's now a chair. <laughs> this chair's been fanging and banging. This chair is product of White Wolf. <laughs> Theory beats Finn Balor to become the new US champion, and. They've had several good matches yeah. throughout the year where one of them's won, the one's won, whatever. But now losing his first name gives him that added advantage. Yeah. You know, that split second of being, he's expecting to hear Austin Theory and just Theory comes out and Finn was like, huh? What? He's dead. confused. That's right. <laughs> Finn Balor hits himself. <laughs> but, no, it's no, it's Austin. But, it's Austin. Then, <laughs> but then a random assortment of heels come out to celebrate with him. And put him over, like, yeah, well mm -hmm. done. You finally made it. You made it. And then Vince McMahon came out and put him over afterwards. It's like, well, this felt like a big deal. It's like, yeah. I don't really care about theory that much. Mm -hmm. Just, but they did a great job of putting him out. Yeah, they did. They really did. And this was, was such a good episode of Raw. Yeah, it was. it's weird to be positive, but it's not, do you know what? It's nice because so often we we get through Raw and it's just like it's like wading through treacle. Yeah. Yeah. watching Raw, it's so lovely to sit here and just go, "Who was really good?" Yeah. And that you get a lot of comments from people saying, "Oh, you're all fed bad, fed bad." No, we want fed to be good. Yeah, and we we can't. You can't just you can't just stand a wrestling company for and go, it's either all good or all bad. Everything is nuanced. Everything is nuanced. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. Oh, it is nuanced. <laughs> Bunch of sheeple. <laughs> Your opinion could be bought by five pounds. <laughs> Tony Khan at paypal.com. <laughs> Thank you, Puppet Jack, for sharing your views on the matter. Sorry, Puppet Jack's been bored from his lack of... He's been repackaged. Like Edge. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> New gimmick is YouTube commenter. <laughs> you either like all of it or none of it. <laughs> what are you doing my voice for? <laughs> you're taking a video of me! And you're your dad! Uh, 
I put here, Theory has 670 teeth and does the oh, same. Oh my God, God he's face. Oh, yeah. So that'll be and stuff like that. He took a photo. I know he's obviously milking it and doing those oh, horrible yeah. YouTube yeah. faces, but Stunning. mother of God. <laughs> Mental. <laughs> now, whenever I see a bad photo of myself on Facebook, like, you know, the, at the, what's it? Oh, you go on Facebook, your... Uh, memories? Uh, memories? No, no, but your... Uh, Profile. Oh no! What? When you're in a photo, and someone says that. Oh, you're when you tagged in a photo, that's yeah. it. We tagged in there, and it's always a rotten. Photo. Yeah, yeah. I made whatever. I'm like, oh, look rotten. Even if theory can look that bad on that photo, I will never feel bad about seeing myself tagged in a photo, looking like I've just woken up. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the memes where they've put him in like the Attack on Titan oh. thing? And this is head. <laughs> it's literally the Attack on the Titan thing. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. I've seen his face on the 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 feed title though. <laughs> I'm not saying that one. That's more teeth than Andre the Giant. Bloody <laughs> hell. <laughs> I saw him side by side with that, with the with the red monster from Doom. <laughs> <laughs> the red ball from Doom. Oh, the red ball. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so I can good. see it now. <laughs> wow. Gosh, you can, you nerd. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, QT Marshall. Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, get it, you you sexy young man. Ha ha, be the one that one photo. <laughs> All glorious fleeting. <laughs> and then I've been skipping the 24-7 title segments Why? because they've been the same rubbish, like Family Affairs <laughs> circa like 2001 on Channel 5. Just rubbish, rubbish, repeat. Mm. I watched this. R-Truth oversees the double wedding of Reggie, Dana, Tamina, and Dazawa. Tamina keeps objecting and swapping the couples around until they're back in the original places. Reggie rolls up Dana during the kiss to the 24-7 title. He's then pinned by Tamina. He's pinned by Tazawa. He's pinned by Dana, who jumps on R-Truth's back and escapes. When WWE does a little stupid stuff, you're like, all right, fine, whatever. And it's like repetitive. Mm. When they go all out on the stupid stuff, oh my God. be it a double wedding or Billy and Chuck get married or WLC, it's, it could be quite good. This was all right. But the, they don't go half-hearted. It was... Yeah, it could be all dumb. Yeah. We What did we get the Linda Pop on last week? We got the Linda Pop on something. I can't remember what it was. When oh, they, yeah, what was it? When they swapped oh, it yeah, yeah. for Dana and Tamina, the Linda Pop, when that happened... They oh, my up. God. Oh, my <laughs> the God. The world wanted to see Dana and Tamina. They naked. did. They did. Jeez. It was fun. It was a fun <laughs> segment. I enjoyed yeah. it. I thought Truth was really funny as well. Yeah. Like it was dead good. What did he say? They should be on a box of cornflakes. They're great. But he got it wrong because that's frosted flakes or whatever it is <laughs> yeah, in America. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, oh, what's on the box of cornflakes? Oh, a, a cock. A cockerel. It's <laughs> 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 like that one oh, linger. That, that one linger. <laughs> bad smell. There you go. Thanks, Pearl. Thanks, <laughs> Don't know why I'm here. <laughs> what am I here for? Don't be anywhere else. Why are any of us here? <laughs> yeah. We we're see all, that earlier. We're, oh, we're all happy accidents. We are. <laughs> yes. We're, we're all just very fast sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not happy. All right, all right. <laughs> we see that earlier today, MVP challenged Lashley to an arm wrestling match against almost. Lashley accepts, but he just wants to be almost to get his hands on MVP. Cool. There were, there were loads of people online. William R. Washington from Fightful talked about this. About. Yeah, loads of people online were like quote retweeting this bit, going, "Huh, they're doing an arm wrestling match on Raw. He'll never beat. He'll never beat the peak of them. Triple H versus Scott Steiner yeah, 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 in two thousand three. Yeah, yeah. Mate, we were there. It was crap. No, no, no. And I we object. hated it I at object. the time. I you object, object as well. Oh, he's <laughs> off. He's Steiner off. Triple H build was rubbish because they were both like, "Oh yeah." 
I was on the front cover of Pump magazine. <laughs> and everyone's oh, like, no, I was on <laughs> Iron Man. Oh, my Look God. Look at my delts. <laughs> Look at my glutes. You done son of a bitch. And all this stuff. I don't care. And then obviously the match was, you know, <laughs> it like, was like a, getting it was a match. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that, that, that one segment was awesome. You can hear the crowd going right. Because again, Triple H and the... the but at the time, the people run. hated it online. No, that, no, 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 objection. Everything else, yeah, but that segment ruled. <laughs> Even Power Sam loved that bit. Just saying Before and in brackets, Mick Foley lied about his retirement. <laughs> no, no, because yeah, people haven't seen it. It's like, you know, Drake's like, yeah, that's right. I'm going to beat you, Steiner. I'm so strong. So I was like, no, Triple H, no. Does <laughs> uh, that face like... Let me know when you're ready to start. And he goes, Nani! And then just beats him. <laughs> he just like, does it over and over. All right, all right. Let's one more time, one more time. I'm like, one, two, three. Oh, that was awesome. So you take me and you break me and you see I'm falling apart. Rip all Triple H's clothes off. Have a crap match at the Rumble. Yeah. That was what they did. Wrestling fans online, apart from some of the, the, the vitriol towards that bit, despite what we're saying, bloody love an arm wrestling contest oh. in a wrestling environment. Do you want some hard evidence of this? Yes. <laughs> hard evidence. Yes, yeah, sure. Absolutely, by way, yes. By the way, Scott Tyler was also on the front cover of Hard Evidence and, magazine. <laughs> and, and at the same time, as Pump magazine, which just sounds like a fart magazine. <laughs> right. Um, I went on WWE's YouTube channel, looked at some arm wrestling segments and the, and the views they've got. Okay, so for example, uh, Sheamus versus Mark Henry arm wrestling challenge, mm -hmm. uh, 6.2 million views on that, right? There's a 22 minute video of WWE's most over the top arm wrestling contests, <laughs> 76 over million the top views. Arm that's good, that's uh, good. Yeah. John Cena versus Mark Henry from Raw 08, the oh, arm wrestling yeah, contest. Yeah. When he had the things the wrong way around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 131 million views. Wow. Braun Strowman versus what? Bobby Lashley. Arm wrestling match from 2019, 147 million views. It is the oh. sixth highest viewed WWE YouTube video. And it's an arm wrestling wow. contest. There what? is something in it. There's a lot of arm wrestling fans who just see the size of the people. These, these they thumbnails must go, be. Whoa, I can't wait to see those 10 <laughs> seconds of action. They must, there must be some correlation to it. And I think WWE know this, which is why they keep doing I it. I think the next evolution of this then is to keep it going and obviously get the hits, mm. is to do, right, almost you big, you're bad. Next week, you and me, slap contest. <gasps> oh, That would be amazing. That's a great shout. Actually, it wouldn't be if you're uh, Lashley, because obviously he's big and everything, but... The size almost hands. His hand is his hand is like a It must be like bigger than that one that hit Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. <laughs> yeah. Do you want? It's, like, oh, oh, it's a shadow of his entire body. I hope they turn it into like an actual like pre-film thing yeah. where oh, it's like yeah. all the top cinematic, yes. just a cinematic arm wrestling match is what we need. The sun blots <laughs> out <laughs> as his hand just comes <laughs> down slowly. Cut, you know that camera angle they used for the uh, MT Arena match where the, where, the, where, the, where the forklift's coming down on the yeah. rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because the shot of the earth and it's a patch of the very shadow. Lashley gets in a pickup, he's like trying to turn the ignition. He's still looking at the still running. I can make an Albuquerque, you know, I'll be alright. 
as the slap goes down in, Vince, in Vince's office, a little glass of water just shakes. What's <laughs> <laughs> that? Some notes on the Space Station Houston, uh, have you seen what's happening at the WE event? <laughs> oh, they're just having a slap. Wait, off. you can it's see fun. that all the way from up there? Well, we could see a slap. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured it must be almost. <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. <laughs> Kevin pans up and Anoki's just watching. <laughs> That's my In boy. the sky. <laughs> <laughs> like like <laughs> Obi Wan at the Star Wars. <laughs> The star just got a shooting star and just flies past. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh. oh my god. Christ. All right. Oh. And then the main event, well, how can we follow that? <laughs> Sarah reveals that Cody's mystery opponent is. Kevin Owens, uh, which makes sense because they're buddies. Kinda, yeah, maybe. Are they? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Cody backdrops Owens in the apron, so Seth yells at him to get back in the ring. Owens walks off and takes a count out loss to Seth's anger. Mm. Also, the camera cruelly missed out on a blink if you miss it bit where Owens slammed him down. It's obviously had that dark match. Yeah. Where he went, hey, buddies. But he did, he did, he did an old Goldust thing, and they like, couldn't wait to Cody going, yeah. oh, that hurt. Because <laughs> Cody went for the, the drop-down punch mm. thing. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Kevin Owens blocked it, and then he went, <sighs> yeah. like Goldust. I went for Owens to go, do you just steal all your moves then? So that's <laughs> Goldust. The Alabama Slammers from Harker Holly, former tag partner and mentor. He's just a moofy thinny. His outfit's mm. from Outlander. I want Not to Outlander, um, Homelander. Outlander what? is the series about the woman that goes back in time to Scotland. What? <laughs> What's that? Outlander. Oh, it's it's on it's on Amazon Video. Alex and I binged it a few Ooh. years ago. So it's just it's a bit of like a it's a, it's, a, it's a bit craft. It's a bit craft. I like it. Sold it quite it's, well. It's then. Highlander, which is Drew McIntyre's. Yeah, yeah. Just, this, yeah. Is, this is Outlander. Outlander. Look it up. Skylanders. Stang Sparrow the Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we never speak of that. We make Sparrow the Dragon, shut the hell up. <laughs> I don't mind Skylanders, it's all right. Good eye on Crash Bandicoot. Oh. Right, shut up. <laughs> they gave him a voice. Is that how he speaks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They Good eye on Crash Bandicoot. It's meant oh, to. Oh, it's no. called Wacky Vincius. <laughs> no, Crash. Oh, I want him now. He sounds fun. Uh, he's not oh. fun. Your impression of him is good. No, Crash only um, says one thing. He only goes, whoa. In this match, in this in this match. Oh yeah, right. oh, analysis. analysis. Sorry, this Sorry, is Andrew. wrestling, right? In this match, I know Ross isn't here, so it's usually Ross Tweddle's move of the week. But Ooh. can it be the uh, big beefy bussy moment, please, Richard? Would that be okay? It's time for my big beefy bussy moment. That's it, Richard. Thank you. Um, I want to give the big beefy bussy moment to the superplex slash brain buster oh, that Kevin yeah. Owens does that off the top rope, ridiculous. He like spins in midair as well. Ooh, and they land hard. Yeah. And I thought that looked so good. I'm like, you don't see stuff like that in WWE very often anymore. Yeah. And it was really cool to see. Like re and they're too they're too like indie boys, aren't they? Doing their indie wrestling <laughs> on big screen. And I was like, this is I like that. I didn't like the count out finish stuff. It makes sense in terms of uh, like story stuff when Seth when uh, Seth was like uh, get your get your fat bottom back in the ring Kevin and Kev's like I'm not having that I'm not being spoken to you like that I thought that was a bit naff but still like uh, yeah that move was whoo 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 you're right it's one of them even those the Crash Bandicoot noises at the end whoa <laughs> uh, yeah Kevin used to do that bit on PWG yeah but like oh the really high angle twisty turny mm. plex and I was like I forgot the last time he did that yeah it's great it so. was really nice to see he goes oh Cody's here I'll give him it <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. It's a good shout for a big beefy bussy. Bang, big, what was it? Big beefy bussy. Bussing. Are you not seeing the graphic? I sing Batista's what? theme song and everything. Is this going to be on the show? Yeah, this will be on the show. When's he going to play? Is he going to play it's gonna... now? It'll have already happened. <laughs> 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 Thanks, Richard. <laughs> Thanks, Richard. That was fantastic. Thank you. <laughs> Bless you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> NXT 2.0. <laughs> Don't take a single second of that out. That, that was perfect. So that was so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because I, I knew you'd set it up perfectly. Yeah. And I know you hadn't picked up on it. And I knew where you were going. And I could have I could have jumped in front of the bus for you, but I chose just to watch the traffic. <laughs> Sometimes that's the best way to be Tom, though. Tom sees Mavi got hit by No Oh no <laughs> Pretty much what I did. Oh, no. I, hang on, I'm now to go and no. you got rabbit ears, I gotta turn the filters off. <laughs> Mabu getting hit by a bus, he's on the car. Can't Mafu. Hit by a bunny bus. Oh my god. We're gonna fill this, it looks like the one from Totoro. Jesus. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. <laughs> he dies he lived NXT 2.0 the new tag team champions pretty bussy open the show Yay! pretty bussy but are uh, interrupted by is there a segment for that but it's interrupted by <laughs> the grizzled young veterans aka what did you call them before the soccer boys now that's right the, the, boys. the plague dogs whatever the new name will <laughs> the be foot boys. the football they'll boys. make a lot of money on OnlyFans <laughs> if they call the foot boys oh no <laughs> Foot, by the way, foot. We're saying YouTube uh, algorithm. <laughs> They're entered the bite. Legado del Fantasma. It leads to a big old brawl. Meanwhile, Bron Bron Bregan is from the crowd and calls out Joe Gacy. Joe, where are you? Because he wants his dad's Hall of Fame ring back. And Gacy's voice plays through the speakers, uh, telling Bron to come and fight him because he is now he is now no longer YouTube commenter. 
slash snowflake person. He's now just evil cult dude and has control over the monitors. <laughs> and they laugh unnecessarily long, like Ross doing a bit. I thought I someone I thought Richard had made me a coffee and then slipped some acid in there or something because I was like, what is what is happening? It was it was just like Wah, 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 like straight it. away, one after the other. Yeah. And then Joe Yesy just laughing everywhere. Yeah. You're like in like games like, again, to bring it back, but like Sonic Adventure where like one character has like two lines and so you hear them over and over again. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, get a load of this. And all this. Like, you know, <laughs> this is like that. It's like, ha, 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 ha. That is, that is it's, it's robotic in, uh, in Sonic Heroes where he's just going, take the yes, take the yes. Like all the time at the end. Oh my God. I loved the opening, what, 35 seconds or whatever it was of NXT. <laughs> so fast. It was, it felt, it felt a bit Attitude Era where it was just like, hey, we're great. Hey, you're rubbish. We're gonna, hey, we're fine, 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 fine. Everyone has gone. Here's the champ through the crowd <laughs> pushing yeah. that kid down. Get him out of here! Back and then news. Like it was great. Yeah. It was just a hot mess. I loved yeah. it. Mm. Not only am I a cult leader now, but I have access to all the monitors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like him as kind of like a a faux Bray Wyatt. It was kind of like Joker <laughs> slash Riddler esque or something. Yeah. Oh, it was, it was yeah. Kinda, you know what? Yeah. I think Riddler was supposed to be. Yeah, there. yeah. yeah. Uh, despite being a warrior of the sun, it says here, Saray can't overcome Tiffany Stratton, who wins clean. Wow, he, whoever wrote this, thanks, Jack. Saray, Clearly Saray, not a fan. Oh, oh just, I mean, Saray got such a, a, a good story to come back to. Like, she went, oh, I keep losing. I'm going to go. And I found this this pendant from my grandma, and it makes me a superhero. I'm back. I'm going to take on the world. Oh, I just keep losing. <laughs> Thanks, thanks, Grandma. I need another pendant maybe quick. She, maybe she cracks open the necklace and her grandma comes out to help her. Did you think about that? Oh. Did you think about that? Because as Ross, as, as Ross and, and, and you taught me last week, Matthew, you've got to fill in the gaps. You've got to fill in the gaps with NXT 2.0. Mm. They don't give you everything. You've got to make the story yourself, and that's the narrative I'm pushing right now. I mean, Fabian Eichner's not got a lot going on right now, so Fabian Eichner could, could <laughs> feasibly play like grandma. Sare's grandma. <laughs> Hello, Sare! It's a me, your grandma. Why is she Italian? You're Italian? Yeah. I have been all along. Remember those photos of me? No, I just assumed, you know. Why you not win the match? Anyway, in a backstage interview, Grayson Waller blames Sanger for losing the tag gauntlet last week. I think half the people in WWE were in a tag team of feuding with the person they're with. Yeah. They're like, they are like the most relatable part of WWE is hating the people you have to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But this, is, this is all right. It's like Chris O'Waller's like, that bloody Sanger. All I did was come out and fake an arm injury and do absolutely nothing. It's all his fault. <laughs> yeah. uh, Andre Chase and Buddy Haywood arrived to call this a teachable moment. He goes, well, what do you mean? He goes, well, Sanger's right here and heard every word. So he chases Waller at the ring. He goes, oh, all right then. Sanger's getting a push. Waller wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that Sanger done? Maybe Sanger's going to come back as Saray's grandma. Oh, maybe. Oh, there we go. Maybe they're all going to be but Saray's Sang grandma. Sanger's, I think it's Sanger that's got like Braun Strowman's clothes on at the moment now yeah. which is really maybe they just repackage him as Braun well, Strowman well he's not using them he goes, yeah fair enough yeah. <laughs> he never left he's been there all yeah. the time as Braun Strowman that's it sorry keeps on just rubbing different jewels that she's got so one of them's got to win that <laughs> <laughs> kid chameleon going through all the different granddads Sanger's <laughs> like are we laid yeah look if you win the match I'll be whatever just come on get rid of Tiffany for us we see a video package for <laughs> It's all right, Matthew. For, for Roxanne Perez, a gamer girl who's ready to make her virtual dreams a reality. She's, in, she's interviewed backstage, but Toxic Attraction interrupt. JC Jane wants a match of her tonight. 
They face each other later on, but Wendy Chu pops up on the Tron and trashes Toxic Attraction's locker room. Jane is distracted, which allows Perez to press X and get the win. Whoa. Commentary says, achievement unlocked for Roxanne Perez. Good shout. I think if we were on commentary, we'd have pulled that line out. Almost definitely. I think Wade's like, oh, I hope this character isn't long running. Have to come up with a different bleed nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so in the vi- in the vignette, she's, she's like, as a kid. Playing the games, she's isn't she? She's playing 2K22 as a kid, yeah. which I thought was wrong. Well, you know, no, that's right. No, she should be playing SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> yeah, she should have been, really. Or, or potentially, you know... It, it depends. I don't think she's old enough for Here Comes the Pain. No, maybe not. How old is she? She's like 23. She's early 20s, right? So 10 years no, ago. Probably. She's barely out of nappies. Yeah. Yeah, I'd have been SmackDown versus right. Raw, wouldn't it? One of the SmackDown mm. versus How Raws. good would it have been, though? It's good that the time to have a game of girl gimmick with a game that's good. Yeah. yeah. But if they'd done this a few years ago, because, well, my new game, I, my favorite game is 2K20. Be like, no, it isn't. <laughs> Just blue screen. <laughs> no, it isn't. My favorite bit is the start menu, because that's as far as I can get. Like, <laughs> yeah. What are you? This is my favorite game, it's 2K20. And she comes out of the rig and just clips through the floor. <laughs> 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 they could have done that in the Thunderdome, you're right. That would have been so this good. Walk, she walks through the rig and oh just keeps on going. Oh, she's gone. <laughs> I've got a way to beat Roxanne Perez. Here, have a new jacket for your entrance. She walks out of her face. <laughs> <laughs> She's not ready to compete with face fella. <laughs> they do that thing. Do you remember where like they get in the ring, but their legs are just like they just squat constantly and she's just walking around like the butcher? Yeah. <laughs> walking Uh-oh. around like a scrab from Abe's honestly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Perez. Perez trying to do that thing where she's on a ladder that's horizontal. She's trying to come off it. Now she's, she's stuck in a loop. We'll hopefully get this fixed next week. Yeah, she's climbing up to grab it and she just spins off she, into the arena. She just beats her opponents by powerbombing them on the steps in the ring and then they just like disappear through the ring. Never to be seen again. <laughs> New person's watching, it's like Odd Header or Easter Egg Hunter. <laughs> As you can see, as she clipped through the ring, we see backstage, Hornswoggle underneath the ring. <laughs> Unused <laughs> access. <laughs> <laughs> and a sign that says someone like Nils the Penguin for Hall of Fame. <laughs> we don't know what that means yet, but maybe you do. <laughs> so I have to pause to get back to reality. I'm here, I'm here. I'm here. Uh, <laughs> The Grizzled Young Veterans, as they're known for, for now, lose to Legado del Vodazma. They're not even called no, Grizzled Young not. Veterans on this at all. No, no. they were just, yeah, they're sorry, just Drake and Gibson. Yeah. They were just Drake, yeah. Craig and Gibson, and they lost their name. They lost to Legado del Vodazma pretty quickly for a tag team that were once acclaimed. So <laughs> either that means one of two uh, things, on the way to SmackDown mm. or the Dole. Or Oblivion. That's, yeah. Yeah. Afterwards, Santos Escobar gets on the mic and has a message for Tony D'Angelo, a real leader knows how to take care of business. So he's obviously reading uh, business your dad's, your dad's Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> Picture a Scarface Bugs Bunny. <laughs> a real leader knows how to... What's be, up, Doc? Be, be a picture of a minion, wouldn't it? With like, value who oh, your oh real friends God. are. <laughs> Trust no one, not even your minion. <laughs> and they've commented going, couldn't be truer. <laughs> And all underneath it goes, yeah, so no. true, babe, love you. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you're okay, hun. Hope you're okay, Hope you're okay honey. You, you can't. <laughs> <Western me>. <laughs> so it's good when you see that. It's like it's the you know one of the Peaky Blinders, and it's a Sun Tzu quote. 
<laughs> Sometimes it's necessary to use the empty fortress strategy when dealing with the Rosers. If you don't know anyone like that, chances are it's you. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, yes. yeah. In Incel Jack some more time. <laughs> uh, Wesley is interviewed backstage and says the last few weeks have been rough you said it mate <laughs> yeah. he's interrupted by Zion Quinn who's like I'm going to make it even rougher <laughs> <laughs> uh, he says that Wes doesn't run it straight Wes is like what are you on about mate so Quinn says they should sell this in the ring this was weird Quinn is weird they have a match <laughs> Zion wins yeah. It's basically what happens. Where's like, hey, you're not just picking on me because I'm not got a tie partner now. He's like, that's exactly why I'm picking yeah. on you. Uh, <laughs> Wait, you think you're gonna beat me just because I'm by my lonesome? Yep. yep. <laughs> and then he did. Well done, Zion. Good nice job. Wes has been uh, let go because of reasons. Mm. I quite, uh, I'm kind of intrigued by the story they could tell here, like the the right the climb of Wesley. Like now he's on his own. Like he's just. I think this. I kind of hope they lean into it and go. Look, this guy came here with his best friend, and and that's not the case anymore. Mm. He's going it alone. He's figuring it out. Like suddenly, all he has, or suddenly everything he's known about being a tag wrestler, a wrestler is gone because he's just a solo guy. And he, of course, he lost his first match. He, he reach, he's like, oh, I need a break. Reaches out with the ropes. There's no one there. Oh! oh. And then the whole oh, piano music, please. <laughs> do, 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 I, uh, I, I think, I think you're onto something though, because I think they can lean into it. Because yeah. towards the end of the match, he tries to go for a springboard move, but he, but he slips as well. Mm. And they can be like, oh, that's his confidence going down the drain because he's yeah. not with his tag partner or whatever anymore. Oh, the other way to go around this is Zion Quinn is just a dick. <laughs> so he's like, wait, wait, you haven't found that your, your grandfather pebble. <laughs> <laughs> Great, do you want a match? No, not really. Great! Another <laughs> win for me! I don't mind Zion Quinn just being a dick in NXT. Like, yeah, yeah. just being a dick to people. Mm. I like that, and I would like that. He wasn't very happy. I did a, I did a video about um, who's hot and cold in NXT about six, seven months ago. Yeah. Let uh, me guess, he was hot. No. No. <laughs> I said he was cold, and uh, and I and, and I didn't. And obviously, you say these things to think about it. I woke up in the morning, about two night, two mornings later, and there was a tweet from Zion Quinn, and it was just the Jack Nicholson out in the cold gif. Uh, wow. Oh, that's good. Good bants. So I just I just sent him the Jack Nicholson at the awards thumbs up. <laughs> Picture Jack Nicholson on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so good luck, friend. Oh, good bants. Like, who's cold now? Winning <laughs> <laughs> streak of one. You show me. <laughs> I'm nobody. Like, good luck, mate. So, see, I, I like his look. Like, I like yeah, his look. Yeah. If he leans into just being like this, this, this bully beef on NXT, mm. just like I'm cool with that. Let's do it. Let's mm. make some, make some money, man. Go for yeah. it. Uh, Santos Escobar faces Carmelo Hayes, but loses after being taken out by some shady <gasps> mafia dude. <laughs> Could they be? <laughs> Who could they be in relation to? Who knows? Wesley. Yep. <laughs> Afterwards, Sorry. Carmelo challenges Cameron Grimes to a North American title match. Grimes accepts, but Solo Soko hits the ring, takes out his. He tells Grimes that he should have the next title shot, and Grimes looks intrigued. He does have a point. Yeah, he does. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was this close to beating you last time. And then shenanigans. Yeah, that's right. That's the name of the dude who came out. Shenanigans. Shenanigans. <laughs> shenanigans Solo came out and distracted us. I like how Solo moves and 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 has the move set of the Usos. Yeah. yeah. Like and like and they're not they they don't, they're not over the top with it. It's just mm. the fact that obviously the crowd chant Usos. Yeah. Us, us. yeah. But I like the fact that there's this other Uso that's kind of not mm. quite accounted for yet. Yeah. On, yeah. The, on the periphery. We said this last time. One of the questions were asked is who would you have like come to NXT and obviously Solo's been like one of 
make my own path and mm. watch my own legacy. He was like, yeah, but if Roman Reigns appears one time and goes, look, we'll have you in the bloodline if you get the NXT title. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's the story that you tell. Or oh, I love the idea maybe Sorry, eventually... two seconds. I thought it was someone's phone vibrating. It's a uh, low-flying plane. Just, please carry on. <laughs> um, it could be a low-flying phone. It's almost it's, it's his hand. Now <laughs> <laughs> she's in a plane. Yeah. First <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, you can pilot a plane. Why wouldn't he? Oh, Good job, I got all those lessons. Blotting out lessons. Don't be ridiculous. Stop being silly. In the car park, Tony D'Angelo denies being responsible for the attack on Escobar. But later on, Fantasma tries to leave the building and finds that Tony has clubbed their car and left their dead fish <laughs> on the windscreen. He's honestly such a rascal. Nasty I'll get it out of the way. My old man film. Please beef. do. I'm glad you mentioned a this. A dead fish in The Godfather represents that someone's deed. No, I'm coming to get you. Yeah. <laughs> it's a message. The guy who you would mess with, he, yeah, your friend, he's now sleeping with the fishes. This is him now. Mm. He's a dead fish. Just your mate. Yeah, that's not saying I'm going I don't to wanna, kill you. I don't want to do a note. Like, hi, this is um, Jimmy Jimmy the Hat. Uh, I have killed your friend. Ha, ha, ha. By the way, he drowned. Sincerely, Jimmy the Hat, this is my address. Send that to the post and the FBI like, ha, we got him. How? What? So they send like a fish. It's like a so, mafia invoice. Right, right. So my issue, and I went on Twitter and people gave me replies and I went, no, you don't get what I'm saying, but I'm going to leave it alone. Um, yeah, he hasn't killed anybody. He shouldn't be a dead fish. No. It's like, it's like almost going, oh, I've killed somebody, but, uh, and I'm really sorry, condolences, here's a nice bit of fish for you to have. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is still fresh. In your tum tum. No, this is recent. It's still it's cold. Fresh. It's fresh. It's oh, fresh. Right, right. Do you want to go and eat? Right, <laughs> Unless this result, of course, I go, they got the reference wrong and Tony comes out next week. I didn't get it wrong. Like, well, you have killed someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to walk through uh, the Granger Market later, go past the fishmongers and just call the police. There's a mass murder! <laughs> 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 bad vibes from this fishmonger. <laughs> <laughs> and then Natalia wins a match against Tatum Paxley. Later, she's confronted backstage by uh, Nikita Lyons, who reckons she can beat her. Natalia says she can't wait to put Lyons in the sharpshooter, but Lyons says that she isn't scared of that because she's flexible. Mm -hmm. oh. She certainly is. It's a smart idea having a yoga gimmick where it's like you put him in a stretch and it's like... Yeah, nothing. More. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd all went, ooh, and she said, I'm flexible. And I was like, ah, okay, I get it. <laughs> yeah. Quite fancy, yeah. Like, she's great. She's great character. Very fancy, yeah. Yeah, she's got... It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a good... I like the power gimmick as a thing. Mm. Like, it's a, an imposing figure in the women's division that isn't just, like, sort of, like... Like, most most giants in divisions are just, like, I don't say much, I do a throw and a slam and a boo. Like, this is somebody that's got, like, sass and character and flair, but is also, yeah. like, an imposing figure on the division. I like her. I like her a lot. She's great. Nice. I'm all about Nikita Lyons. Oh, good for you. Batter Natalia <laughs> next week. It'd be amazing. Get yoga mat out. Yes. <laughs> we see a recap of Come Tuesday, destroying Eichmann Giro. Apparently, Giro is out for a month as a result, and Come has been fined and suspended. There's no mention of Kushida, of course. Nope. Will this be the end of Eichmann Giro? Will this be a blessing in disguise? <laughs> Not jacket time, <laughs> where they wear coats and poo. <laughs> Jiro's gone. Hey, Kashida. So uh, when are we going uh, to can, New can, Japan? Can I come with you, please? 
No, he's just got his bags all packed. Like, yeah. I'm ready to go to New Japan with you. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, pal. It's like it's like Shane Douglas joining the four yeah. from 2000. <laughs> so, guys, when are we all going to? I, I'm just going to sit and watch Raw tonight, and then in the morning, let's uh, let's all get together, February the first, and all that. We'll see you in the morning. <laughs> just put Raw on, you, <laughs> dear Dean. I left you 46 voicemails and never wrote me back. <laughs> Earlier in the night, Indy Hartwell and Virgil Proto challenged Pretty Deadly to a tag title match, which they excitedly agreed to the Saucy Devils. Mm. Oh. <laughs> but surprise! It, it says, it says here, quote, it was all a wily feminine ruse. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jack. Because the title shot is actually for their boyfriends. Dexter Loomis and Duke Hudson. Oh, oh. hate Just, when that happens. Yeah, oh, don't you hate it when two cowboys show up? <laughs> Despite being tricked in the match, Pretty Deadly managed to win and retain their tag titles. Yeah, yeah. good yeah. for Pretty Deadly. Like I'm glad that they've yeah. they've rocked up and they're immediately tag champions. That's a, they're the victims of circumstance in the best possible way. Um, yeah, and yeah, I I like them. I like their look. I like the gimmick. Uh, they're very handsome men as well, which mm, is which is a strong you know look. Yeah. And a lot of hand, lot, lot of attractive people in NXT. There is at the moment, isn't yeah. there? What happens when Pretty Deadly finally go up against Los Lotharios? What happens then? Oh, do they just kiss? Man. Do they kiss each other on the kiss camp? All kisses. Did you think about that? You'll need to get I will your now. <laughs> you'll need to get your Jim Ross quoted on your phone <laughs> and play again for that. <laughs> Smack Jim Ross. Dot wow. <laughs> They're just guzzling curls. <laughs> Apparently, we could say all those things last week and it didn't affect my Nothing dad. got picked up. We really I'm trying to no, tread no, the this line. This week, even more. I'm trying happens. to tread the, and see how far yeah. you can get. You've got to you've got to try. You've got to try. You can't mm. curse, but you can't say guzzled <laughs> cum. <laughs> Hello to all those listening with their dads and grandmas or whatever. <laughs> Brom Breaker, who does not do that, spends a lot of the night looking for Joe Gacy, finding various... Another very handsome man on NXT, <laughs> I'd like to point right. out. Of course, yes. Um, finding various spooky tricks, illusions backstage. It's rubbish, it says here. Oh. Sorry, that was the head from Art Attack. Finally, Gacy <laughs> appears on the platform in the arena. And it's not quite clear where the hell they are, though, to be honest with you. It's like, yeah. I, fa- ah, I found it. They're Despite like, your right. directions, mm. I found you in the arena <laughs> where I started. And Breaker heads up to meet him. Gacy says, I'll give you the Hall of Fame back. If Ron agrees to the title match, it's spring break in... Spring break spring in. Break in. It's spring break That's in. That's horrible. It yeah. Isn't it? That's so bad. It really is. Uh, Bron says, okay. So Gacy... <laughs> okay. So Gacy gives him the <laughs> ring. And he stands there like, thank you for giving me the ring. And then he went, oh, one more thing. you got to like take a leap of faith. And Bron's just like stood here. Just like... like just, What's that? A leap of faith. Push him. <laughs> Push him off the platform, which you don't see very well because, well, yeah, what we're doing here. Um, we see Braun in pain on the floor. He's swarmed by hoodies to end the show. He would steal his shoes, probably. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if this sounded good, then I apologize because it looked bloody rubbish. Oh, my God. This was, was Thunderdome stuff. It was yeah. very hokey Thunderdome stuff. Yeah. I wasn't massively against it. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm tired. I hate you so much. <laughs> I want my ring back. You you kidnapped my dad. That bit I'm going to stand in front of you. We're like, please give me a match. 
that bit go. was the worst. Ooh. There was so many little bit. Like I <laughs> thought he was when he gets uh, coaxed into going into the uh, into the cage where the tablet yeah. is with just the noise, and I was like, he's just gonna get locked in the cage. Like it's gonna be a cartoon, right? He's just gonna get locked in the cage. Mm. Someone's gonna put one of those comedic like a bomb, you know, like the spherical sep- bombs, and put that in there with him, and he's gonna try and get out. And then we went to the Hall of Mirrors as well, didn't we? <laughs> what what was going the on? One thing I would say is about Bron Breaker. The one that I, I know this whole the whole segment was very hokey, but the one that, that I just chuckled was like he's in the Hall of Mirrors. Mm. It is a Hall of Mirrors. Yeah. And he's looking in the mirror and Joe Gacy appears behind him. Now, if I am looking in a mirror and you appear behind me in the mirror, yeah. I'm going to go, Andrew's behind me. Not Bron Breaker, who reaches out to touch the mirror. <laughs> I swear a- As down. if like he's a, here comes the mirror man. <laughs> he lives in mirror land. <laughs> and just, he goes to touch the mirror. And it's like, oh, it was just a strange. Like, how is he in there? <laughs> well, Who's this man copying everything I'm doing? I uh, I swear down, I might be very wrong, but I thought I was like trying to slow down the frames. And it looks like when Bron goes to turn around, Joe's like, <gasps> <laughs> like, <laughs> quick. Damn it, he figured that out pretty quickly. Casey just hides behind him every time he turns. It's like his head is like peeking in a hall of mirrors. <laughs> I could see him behind me, but every time I look, he's gone. <laughs> mm, he must be in the mirror. It's like those videos where they're like, bat- where where uh, someone turns around and then Batman disappears, but when they turn around, they just see Batman like running out of the room. I'll get you. Yeah. So. Last the last few weeks, Bron's been getting some booze yeah. from the people in the NXT shed, which is surprising because I thought they're all plants. Mm. But he has been getting some booze, which is surprising. And this probably didn't help at all because in all of these segments to work for Joe, Bron has to be the dumbest person alive. Yeah, yeah. And that's what we want to see, isn't it, in a wrestling show where people kick ass and beat up yeah. people. And on NXT 2.0, have lots of sex. So. <laughs> Bron did none of these and got pushed off a cliff and was like, yeah, get him, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's the, you run the risk of making Joe Casey into a very popular baby face mm. by oh, beating God. dumb oh, man. What a, what a failure of WWE. If Joe, <laughs> Joe, get him. We don't like Bron anymore. <laughs> if, there's a, right. if there's a Joe chant, a, a Joe oh. versus Bron Breaker, that's a worry because I picked Bron Breaker to Joe's going to walk you. There's so many. I'm sure there's so many choice words they've decided to put in this feud as well because Bron's been saying sacrifice a lot as well. He's doing a lot of like uh, Scott Steiner math promo stuff mm. in some of his things, and I'm like, are they? Do they know what they're doing? I think they do. That's very know. deliberate stuff in there. I yeah, think, and I thought that I thought at first they were mooing him, not booing him. <laughs> Just go, Moo. I was saying boo on breaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the other crowd going hoo hoo. Yeah, yeah. for the wolves, but like not not moo. <laughs> it's because he mooed at the whole. Oh, oh, oh wait. Oh. Right. It's because he's a farmer. And just... I'm the cow-faced gremlin, Bron Breaker. <laughs> that story of the... <laughs> new thing. I did feel for Scott at the Hall of Fame. So I feel like they went, right, you can't tell that story. You can't tell yeah, that yeah, story. Yeah. You can't tell that story. Can't... There's this one about the cow. I was like, okay. <laughs> so boil down your entire yeah. career, Scott. One time Randy Savage scared some cows. Thanks yeah. for the Hall of Fame. One time Triple H. After being on the front cover of Pump Magazine, <laughs> said, hey, you need to get drug tested. He goes, all right, me and you will go together at the same time. And that never happened. <laughs> Thank you for having me in the Hall of Fame. To which Rick goes, you took up all my time. <laughs> God bless him. He goes, well, say something then. He goes, moo. <laughs> Wait, he woofs and he moves. 
Woof, 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 Good tag team. Daniel drinks. AW Dynamite. The show opens with CM Punk versus Dustin Rhodes. Punk wins a very back and forth match, and Dustin shows him respect afterwards. Yeah. Good show in for Dustin. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I mean, commentators go like, wow, I don't think he's ever looked better. And I'm like, oh, wait, mate. But he, has, he does look very good. Mm. He's still very good with what he can do. Is something wrong with the face tunnel at this point? Because everybody comes out of the heel tunnel. CM Punk comes out of the heel tunnel. Dustin comes out of the heel tunnel. And then later on, uh, Adam Page comes out of the heel tunnel as well. Whoops. I believe there's a, the, the, the light bulb's gone in the heel tunnel. Oh, is that what We're it in is? The, face tunnel. Yeah. the bulb's gone. <laughs> and it's one of those jobs where Tony keeps going, I'll get round to I'll it. I'll get round to it. I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. I've got to go pick up a special bulb. Yeah. They don't deliver them, so I've got to go to the man in town, and I've got right. this to do today. Yeah, Ray Ripley was filming something backstage. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Well done for Yeah, spotting. but that, and uh, and yeah, like uh, CM Punk was doing little heelish maneuvers and stuff as well, I thought, being a little bit of a, mm. a, a naughty boy, a bit of a cocky boy. But mm. at the end, it was it was nice when they did a hug and kissed, kiss <laughs> kiss cam <laughs> again. I like to kiss my cam. As as Punk leaves, <laughs> he's interrupted by Hangman Page coming out the wrong tunnel. You're right. Mm -hmm. They stare each other down, and it's like, hooray! We're not getting Cole Page again. No, you then few. Yep, good. Yeah, yeah, buzzing. Really, bit, yeah. really good. Excited for that. No. Early today, we see Wardlow arrive for his match against the Butcher. He stopped by Smart Mark Sterling, who explains that MGF has demanded Warlow be escorted in handcuffs by security team at all times. Also, he's pig poo. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, that's what he said. And then Moxie, Danielson, Utah defeat Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and Brock Anderson. Oh, good match. Anderson. Yeah, uh, just a highlight reel. Yeah, it was. These lot. Really, really well. Regal was... saying he was being like, oh, I feel like the Carpenters. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I, was, I put in my notes, Regal on commentary singing the Carpenters, on top of the world, he's looking been, down it, on creation. He's been yeah. so good recently on commentary. He just fe It feels like he's let go a little bit more, and he's just mm. he's being a little, no, not necessarily daft, but he's just having a good time, yeah. isn't he? It's good. Talbot was like, wow, you really know your stuff. You, know what? you could say that you were a wrestling observer. He goes, no. No, <laughs> no I wouldn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I call you for Mel to dismiss the point and go, well, that's our name. <laughs> Why would he be called that? He can't uh, call himself wrestling observer. Well, the thing is, we own the name um, wrestling observer and uh, we're not connected to uh, AEW. I mean, uh, I mean, we might. But that's be. not true, though, is it, Dave? <laughs> I mean, I mean <laughs> they bought you that Windows ninety five PC from all the money they gave you. <laughs> Still works fine. <laughs> and in other news, <laughs> beep beep beep. So that's my page. Oh, good. My mini CD player is arriving tomorrow. <laughs> uh, I like Liam Moriarty trying to get a bit of a chance to look good. Yeah, because it's his hometown, isn't it? Yeah, and also he's like, wait. You're looking for a up-and-comer up guy, yeah. a bit young, likes a stretchy wrestling. Mm. That's me. Can I come too? <laughs> just Moxie wind up the window. <laughs> oh, oh so, yeah. Not just yet. Backstage, <laughs> young books are dressed normally for once. What? Because they're sad about losing the FTR. Cole, O'Reilly, and Fish remind them that they can't be beaten as a unit, and they've all lost recently. So Cole mm. wants to prove it by making an open challenge for a 10-man tag match next week. And Riley's like berating them, going, what, what happened to you guys? We, I mean, we lost last week to the Jungle Boy and crew. <laughs> Fish went, did we? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Fish is like, no, no one cares. Uh, and then Tony Khan brings out president of New Japan, whose name I'll just butcher, so I'll move on. They've interrupted by Adam Cole again. 
just after the segment he was just in. Yeah. It's a bit of a weird piece in there, but I'm called on the Tron. He wants to make the big announcement himself. <gasps> Presumably because the dude doesn't speak English very well. And a, sorry, AEW New Japan Super Show will take place June 26th in Chicago, named Forbidden Door. <laughs> <laughs> he also revealed that on Rampage, he'll take on Ishii, an Owen Hart tournament qualifier. Nice. Okay, cool. Cole and Ishii. Yeah. I like that a lot. Is this kind of, this with this show, is that the end of the, the, the term, the parlance Forbidden Door? Is nah. it that it's kind of reached its full conclusion now by having a show called Forbidden Door? Yeah, if they're together, then it's no longer Forbidden Door, is it? No, yeah. exactly. It's now the allowed door, <laughs> the permitted door, <laughs> the cellar door. It just sounds so nice. Cole says he has a special friend who wants to say hello. And the major announcement is Jay White, who enters and takes the mic from mm-hmm. Tony and says, This isn't about AW New Japan, it's about the Undisputed Elite and the Bullet Club. But it's like, Cool, are you here full-time then, or what? <laughs> yeah. We've already, already done this a few months ago. Has he only had one match on AEW so far? Yeah, he had two matches. Two? Yeah. Yeah. So something like that. It's like, but cool, then... it's about you and the Bullet Club. All right, cool. Like, I was are saying, you here or not? Because mm. Cole brought him in, didn't he? And then all of a sudden, like, not much really happened from that, which yeah. was strange. So maybe more stuff's going to happen now, building up to this maybe. show. I think so. Maybe. But what I also think is TK uh, should have a wrestler called Major Announcement. <laughs> Every Wednesday. Here he is again. Major Announcement. <laughs> That's the thing. When he's like, Tony Khan will make a major announcement. There's just a conveyor belt over like these people, faceless people called Major Announcement. That he yeah. makes like every day. I like that. I like yeah. that. I like that. <laughs> Before Wardlow's match with The Butcher, MGF cooked a promo from a private box high in the arena, as last seen in 2001 at WrestleMania X7 <laughs> with the WCW wrestlers. <laughs> he demands that Wardlow enter to no music. Wardlow wins, so later MGF pays Jake Roberts to take him out because he says, you know what, you're not just a pig, you're a snake. And I'm like, bloody hell, if you had another animal to that, it'd be a chimera. <laughs> uh, Roberts cuts the promo, the business interrupted by Lance Archer. He says he doesn't need the money to beat up Wardlow. And he puts away the, the envelope the money's in. And then as they cut away, Sean Spears is seen grabbing it. <laughs> I like that. Jay like Roberts says, I've been paid to take Wardlow out. Cut to like a restaurant. This <laughs> <laughs> oh, is not what you meant. <laughs> yeah, we had a great time. We had a great night. <laughs> That's not what I asked. You can't trust a snake. <laughs> was, oh, right. And Jeff's like, yeah, that's your whole thing throughout your entire career, right? He, gets, he gets his dinner. He gets his dinner. And he's like, oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's butterfly. I did not order butterfly. And I would have well done. And it's raw. You can't trust a snake. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> Oh God, Dizzy! <laughs> <laughs> He's laughing at my own jokes. Yeah, I know. Shut up. <laughs> that was a journey. <laughs> <laughs> Here he is, Jake Here he the Steak. B Tech Joe Gacy, <laughs> the speed bump of the Cult Only Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> 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 Carry on. 
I'm trying. <laughs> yes, you're right, I am. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Kyle O'Reilly takes on Jungle Boy in a qualifying match of their own Heart Foundation tournament. And O'Reilly surprisingly wins. He's mm. getting to shout at the Undisputed Era. He's getting to be Jungle Boy. He's going places, that lad. Uh, well, Christian consoles Jungle Boy afterwards. There, there. <laughs> there, there, little boy. Christian probably not appreciating. What? I'm on the same level as Jake the Steak Roberts now. <laughs> <laughs> not that old. Christ. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it was an all right match. Yeah, it was fine. I don't know. Maybe I'm reading into it. Are they teasing? Are they teasing or are they looking towards Christian maybe moving away from Jurassic Express? Because I think he has to. That we we had a match the other day. Was it on Rampage and he lost? And then there was a backstage segment with he with he and uh, and, and Jurassic Express and he kind of just like. He got frustrated, shook it off, and just walked away from them and whatever. And then on this one, he came out to console Jungle Boy, and he was kind of like, he was just like, eh, idiot. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like, not really. Idiot. Yeah, not kind of looking oh, frustrated there, again. There. He's like, don't there, there, me. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to go, oh, there, there. I'm tender to you, not the other way around. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm reading too much into things maybe. or whatever. I could, but that's I, I do very often. fun, isn't it? I do yeah, very often. Exactly. In the storytelling. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think you're right. Though. I think he. I think he does. Maybe mm. Jungle, Jungle Boy wants to turn around and go, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, Christian Cage. Please tell me about success in wrestling." <laughs> <laughs> Andy Henry takes on Hook, who makes his Dynamite debut, while Tony Nese watches on with Mark. St- oh, who cares? Hook dominates. <laughs> But Danhausen comes out from under the ring and tries to curse him again. Hook ignores him <laughs> and then wins. After the match, Danhausen tells Hook that he won't be cursed by Danhausen. Then he will fight Danhausen. <laughs> Crowd loves this. Hook doesn't seem too worried and leaves. <laughs> again, big pop for Hook. Yep. Crowd love him because they're reminded that Taz has had sex. <laughs> <laughs> and Taz loves him because it's a reminder that Taz has had sex. <laughs> Um, and Taz like, I made that. <laughs> so you won that night. Yeah. Dan Housen, Joey Numbers put some fish outside my house. Oh, just... <laughs> um, Hook versus Dan Housen. How do we feel about Hook and Dan Housen? I-, I think they've done a good job of building up Hook and everything, so people know who he is and everything. I think they've done a really bad job of explaining to people who don't know who or what Danhausen is That's, exactly. Yeah. And then nothing happens. Apart from one wee willy regal that untelevised bit sold it. Yeah. Bless him. Uh, other than that, there's a lot of people who go, I don't get this. I don't like this because I'm not in the bubble. And I yeah. can get where they're coming from. And it's one, yeah. it's one thing AW doesn't do very well. Mm. If you don't know who this is, you better find out because we're not going to tell you. Whereas WWE will make, WWE sure, will make sure, like, well, we all know who this is. Let's play this video package three times just so they're sure. Yeah. Yeah. To the nth degree, they'll build a character from the ground up right. most of the time and go, this is what their values are. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah. And WWE have that thing was like, this might be someone's first time watching the show. Mm. Whereas AW's like, you know, in comics where it goes, aha, if you want to know about this, then read all these issues yeah. in this little speech bubble. I'm I'm quite, I, I am very excited to see this match happen. And I, I absolutely agree with both of you. I think this is the, gonna, if, when they do have the match, I think that'll be the point where people will get Danhausen. Like he's finally right. allowed to like do all the things that he does well. Because if, if people don't really know how, how good he actually is in the ring either, like he's really athletic and and pulls out some really creative moves and stuff. I don't I know honestly, whether Hook should be his first opponent though. Yeah, like you want to show if you want to showcase Danhausen as a wrestler, you do it in a match certainly not against the the hottest prospect. Yeah, on the undercard of AEW. Mm. But here's the thing: I can't remember what Danhausen's matches look like. <laughs> no, neither can I. I just, I'm like, wait, what was that time I saw him wrestle? I don't think I can. I think it was. It must have been a Ring of Honor show. Where there's no crowd. It'll have been on it. Oh, I think. Yeah, 
I know he wrestled during the pandemic at Ring of Honor, but yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm like, because uh, I saw I, him like years ago, he was in AI dub yeah. in Ohio, but I was like, all oh, right, whatever. Into it for the standout, then years later, obviously, he's, mm. you know, got shirts in Hot Topic, but I'm like, can he wrestle? Is he still a wrestler technically? He yeah. can wrestle, damn it. Let's he find can out. do it. But It'd be I think great if he like the worst match of all time. Yeah. <laughs> I am a bit worried about it being with Hook, though, because I feel like you would want to put Dan Housen in a match where he wins, and I don't see him necessarily winning. I guess. I 100%. Him. I think if he wins, I think that's a disaster. Yeah. Like, you build up. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was yeah. my voice of displeasure there at what they're What's doing. That, but... Can you do a Dan Housen voice? <laughs> no, you just put me on the spot. Oh, sorry. He just does that, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that was actually wow, good. Dan Housen. Was like, what was that? That was great, Andrew. That was, was, great, that was, that was the worst thing in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Hey, Danhausen, what's, what's your favorite Sonic game? Sonic 2! That's good! <laughs> That's good! That's mid. Well, curse, curse, curse Matthew, quick. Curse, curse, oh, no. curse Tick Tubs. <gasps> Cursed! <laughs> See, he's dead! It he's worked! A, he's upset! <laughs> He's crying now. <laughs> Bloody hell, Andrew. I'm sorry. Cheers, mate. Stop crying. <laughs> Look down the lens and curse everybody no. watching. I'm not done yet. <laughs> go on. Go on. You gotta look. Make you, them vote for my Hall of Fame pick. You gotta do the. You're cursed! Just like that. Lovely. There you done. go. That's everybody done. watches this curse. There you go. And listens as well. If you listen to it as well, you're also cursed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never Actually, trust a steak. And from that sterling <laughs> segment. <laughs> Do another one. Backstage, Frankie Kazarian wants to issue an open challenge. Sorry, not open challenge. A challenge to Sammy Guevara. But then his former tag partner, wow, that was years ago, Scorpio Sky interrupts and says he wants to challenge Sammy first. But promises that Frankie will be the first out shot after that. And Frankie's like, yeah, you know what, mate? That makes sense. You got issues with him. Mm. He's resolving first. Yeah, I'll wait. I remember you in uh, SoCal Uncensored. God. Mm. Right? And uh, yeah, and I was like, Oh, wow, that's nice. Scorpio Sky's a good guy. Yeah. And then Sammy Guevara and Take On the head to the ring. And before they say anything, crowd's like, boo! Yeah. Attractive people hooking up with each other, <laughs> boo! Sammy says he loves the fans who still cheer him, but tells the haters to be mad. Oh, no, he talks like a youth. Yeah. Good. Oh. That's how we hate him. That's why we hate him. Oh. Bloody youths. Mm. They're in the route by Scorpio Sky, Ethan Page, and Dynamite, Dan Lambert, <laughs> who are cheered. Yeah. This was not the plan. <laughs> Dan demands that Sammy give Sky a rematch. Sammy agrees. Uh, Dan Lambert says, if you don't, we'll go out there and give you a pound and that your girlfriend wishes she could have. Crowd cheers. Oh, wow. We're at that wow. point now. And then Sammy's like, yeah, all right, cool. And then like his music starts. Oh, no, they challenge him to a mixed tag match, uh, presumably involving Paige Vincent. Yeah. And then Sammy's music starts playing, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'll give you a rematch as well. Also, it's a lot of match, bitch, and uh, that's it. And that's it. <laughs> Did, did Sammy forget his lines? Mm. Oh, like, oh, God, he's rubbish. <laughs> Just play him off like he's doing a long speech at the Emmys. <laughs> oh. um, yeah. Glad they're leaning into them being bad. Yeah, yeah said definitely. Earlier. They have Yay, to. Sammy sucks. Okay, great. It's like yeah. Ricochet, just on the mm. mic, can't do his yeah. thing. But another ladder match? Like, the whole thing that people say and what main criticisms of AW is like, wow, you guys like your gimmick matches. Mm. So on Rampage, we had a Texas Death match. Yeah. This night we've got the uh, still to come coffin match, and then next week we've got 
that. It's like a lot of match will build up in a gimmick and a reason like Cody and Sammy mm -hmm. made sense. Just having gimmicks willy nilly mm -hmm. is like, I'm like, okay. Yeah. I'm a, a, I say this though. All I'm looking, I mean, there's just going to be cutters off ladders, isn't there? And that's all I'm thinking about is like, cutter off a ladder. That'll be good to see. And then what, like, what after that? Unless like, if they're going to have Sammy be a heel and really want him to be a heel, mm. this would be the perfect time to do the thing I've always wanted to see. Bell rings, Sammy kicks Corbio in the bollocks and just climbs a ladder and it's over in like 10 seconds. Oh, that, that would be pretty good. Right. If they finally do that and just go, yeah, mm. well, I have to bump for you. Mm. You pay to see me. That's a good shout. Whatever. That's a good shout. If they do that one time, one, one time one company has to do that and go, mm. well, yeah. That'd That'd that's all I'm going to move on. We get an own heart foundation tournament between Danielle Carmella and hometown girl, Dr. Britt Baker, who, spoilers, is very over. <laughs> Britt is accompanied by a couple of Steelers and wins the match. Uh, afterwards, Britt says that the AW Women's Division is a disaster without her. It's a bit close to the mark, that. <laughs> um, she insults Ruby 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 Soho, Tony Storm. If she says something like, do you thought that getting cake shoved in your face was bad enough to make you quit? We won't be done here for longer. Yeah. <laughs> She's a bit tired. cake was bad? Wait, did you see what I do there? She's a bit tired after a match. Uh, <laughs> Jade Cargill and Red Velvet. <laughs> and she's really over and yeah she's yeah. like uh oh at least those people are going to be getting matches and feuds with her which means they'll get a oh I'm good about to sneeze I'm sorry go on do it do it I'm do trying it. to get all my thoughts out but it's just made me want to sneeze harder <laughs> and now it's gone oh. like Sammy it missed Willpower. its cue <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so this is good but the highlight was yeah thank you very much yay and then one of the Pittsburgh Steelers got the mic went Oh, all right. <laughs> oh, you bless him. <laughs> Anything else? Nah, uh, fine. fine. Yeah, we're fine. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I hope we do get some uh, matches with the people that she called out because some of them have not been on television proper for a lot of time. No, I had to get reminded that uh, Chris Statlander's got a new... Oh, the Outlander thing we're doing before. Um, it's got a new the gimmick. gimmick. Yeah, yeah. But she hasn't been on mm. Rampage or Dynamite recently. She, she, not recently. We saw the gimmick change on TV-ish. Like, she came mm. out with the thing, but there's not been much else, like, yeah. since then. You hardly ever see more than one women's match on AEW, Dynamite, or Rampage. Yeah. Per week. Sometimes you get two on Dynamite, sometimes. You get loads on Dark, Mm. Like they'll they'll do multiple women's matches on AEW Dark, but there seems to be a real lack of them on Dynamite mm. and Rampage. And mm -hmm. I don't whilst whilst you know you don't want to say just add them for the sake of adding them because I feel like that is that that doesn't help the problem because you're still putting on a show. Yeah, it's more a case of just getting to a point a little bit quicker where you I mean you've got all those people there you've listed there Ruby Soho, Tony Storm, Jay Cargill, Red, Red Velvet. No, you know, and and Rad Red Rad Rad Red Velvet Rad Radford. You and your bleed rolls. I know, right? <laughs> and like, there's no room for them on in something big and compelling on this show. Right. Mm. I know they do stuff on uh, Elevation and Rampage and stuff like that, but could have done something mm. here. I'm hoping then, like when we get further into the Owen Hart tournament stuff, that's when we start getting like the proper. I was going to mm. say what you said beforehand is the. Yeah. For a few tomato cans. Mm, yeah. In this, uh, these things. But it's all right, though, Tom, because they're doing that New Japan show and they're renowned for their women's division. <laughs> Running around at the speed of sound. <laughs> the main event is a coffin match between Darby Allen and Andrade. I'll actually get some souvenirs for that. 
Uh, Mark Quinn and the butcher in the I would never say that unless it was Tom right next to me. Oh god, Andrew Andrew got hit with shrapnel. Never, never trust a steak. Hold in, in half here. Yeah. That was fantastic. That, that was genuinely really no, good. That though. was good. It was good. It was good. Mark Quinn and the butcher in the film behind Andrade, but Sting is disguised as Sting. <laughs> In the crowd. He's done it again. He did the game. He's done it again. He's done it. The master of disguise. <laughs> he keeps getting us to Sting. And helps oh. even the odds. Again, Sting is 56. Uh, he keeps on jumping off stuff like New Jack. He's ridiculous. It'd be great if Sting and New Jack were actually friends and we just didn't know about it. <laughs> yeah. We're in different companies. It wouldn't look. I know, man, but I like hanging around with you. <laughs> I just want to jump up out and stab people yeah. I don't like. <laughs> Look at me the wrong way. I just want to kill him. But I do that. I know, and I'm so envious. <laughs> I'd be a hero to kids everywhere. <laughs> Here's some cocaine. <laughs> Darby wins, and is congratulated by Sting and the Hardys afterwards. Yeah, there cool. you go. You know what? He was, uh, Darby does all these wacky bums, but he does them so often, I'm like... Yeah, Darby got killed and got himself hurt. Yeah. Sting did a dive! Sting yeah. did a dive. Thanks. Also, there were thumbtacks on, on the, the lid of the... On the lid of the coffin. On the inside. And Andrade made it clear, I am absolutely not touching these yeah. at all. So somebody else could get dunked on them. Yeah. Low-key, low like the spot where Darby was, was going into the coffin and, and he was fighting out of it. And Andrade sort of got in the coffin with him, pulled him up, and then staggered backwards up the ramp with him for an yeah. air raid crash. So that was a fun little bit. Yeah. Like yeah. that. I, I like this. At least this gimmick was like, oh yeah, they've been feuding for ages. A long time. It's hopefully yeah. like the end of it, just to send people happy. Yeah. And on to other things. And then the yeah. Hardys and then the Hardys appear at the very end going, Yeah, we're on the show. <laughs> Did you see Jeff's space boots? He's got like some space boots on. It was really we weird. Mean space boots, I like. don't know. Like his shoes, right, at the end. You know, you know these like really cool shoes or whatever they are where they've they've got no laces, but like these bits here. They're like so far oh. out. Oh, God. There's a bit in Sonic 2 when Sonic's over a cliff and he sees Knuckles' feet in shot. Uh, there was a bit where Sonic was like, his, his shoes going, I just want to say, you got really cool shoes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't happen. I went, all right, yeah, just think to myself then. <laughs> we ah. all thought it. We all thought it. There we, we go. That was the week in wrestling. Let's have a rummage in our mail bags. <laughs> ah, let's have a little look in the mailbag. Before the questions, a big happy birthday to Barb from San Francisco. We couldn't squeeze in the question from her son, uh, Jovan, but wished, wanted to wish her the very best from all the team at Goldaholic. Thank you, Barb. Happy birthday, Barb. Happy birthday, Barb. Happy birthday, Surname's Wire. Nice. <laughs> Number one. G'day, lads. You guys used the idea of wrestling matches going up in gears. What Describe pitch? how much certain wrestlers will put in a match and build it. With this, it seems like how certain feuds of wrestlers will have earlier matches be only in the second or third gear to tease future matches, with the idea that they don't fully blow their load too early and allow build to later matches. So I ask, has there been a feud where early on you were excited for it and thought early on that they were saving the higher gears for later matches, but you realize, oh no, this is all they've got, or they can't get past third gear, and the feud fizzles out. I find this with a few Miz feuds, He's good at what he does, but I feel in bigger feuds, he can never get to higher gears, and that in the end, his good promo work can only cover so much. Oh, that's a good question. Mm. Hope all is well. Cheers, Pat, from Sydney. Australia. Yeah. Australia. Thank you, Pat. Much appreciated. Thank, Thank you. I know one that I oh, can think of. AJ Styles and Shinsuke in WWE. Oh, that's a good nice. pick. Yeah. That just, like, that went nowhere, did it? It just went to who can kick whose balls harder. 
And that was pretty much it. That was during that time when they were having like super shows every yeah. two weeks. Yeah. So a lot of feuds got stretched over mm -hmm. unnecessarily because then that and Small Joe versus AJ Styles felt yeah. the same way. You got Wendy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then like next, like the third pay-per-view after that is knocking and no one was answering at that mm. point. So it was, yeah. Mm. Good one. Matt versus Jeff Hardy almost Which every one? time. Oh. Every mm. time, with the exception maybe of... The, the deletion stuff once they got yeah. to TNA mm. once they once they got their stride and put that piece of magic together uh, they threw themselves into that and that was great but I'm talking like whatever Matt Hardy and Jeff Hardy feuded in WWE it was that this weird anti-chemistry and the matches whilst they were built behind them you have the match and it would just fall flat and they'd really put some effort into the build there's one in particular I've talked about it on that tier list we did of every flipping WrestleMania, oh, yeah. where it's like Matt like burns down Jeff's house, kills his dog, turns his back on out. They're gonna fight really flat match. Just they just yeah. don't mesh. And a mm. few times they tried to put them together in in different circumstances. And just nothing. Can, yeah. I, can I also add Triple H versus Randy Orton from two thousand and four? Ooh, they would get better. Th yeah. Um, but I don't know whether I mean they had they had the title match at Unforgiven where mm. Alton dropped yeah. it to Triple H again and was that kind of it then? That was because it. then that was kind of the build towards they Batista, wasn't it? They don't hang on, this is just on the right role for you, mm. Randy. And that, mm. that ultimately gave us Batista. Mm. So it worked out all right, but they went, mm. wait, face Randy Orton? Oh, this is way too much too soon. Mm. Sorry about that. And then on the Randy Orton thing as well, maybe I'll chuck in Randy and Kofi. Yeah. That, that barely got out of second gear. Oh, I mean, the matches and segments were good. It's just the, the end result was... Yeah. I thought the matches they had in Kofi's title run for Kofi Mania, I thought they were they were pretty abysmal matches. Randy and Kofi. Oh. Yeah. When Kofi was WWE champion, Randy just wasn't invested. And the matches I think the issue were... was, wasn't, wasn't the crowd like half into Randy because he's permanently over? Yeah. A little I bit. Think I think they were. I, I remember them being okay. I don't think them being like bad or anything. Uh, maybe, maybe but I remember. It's been a while since I watched them. And maybe, well, in terms of, of of like Pat says, like the second or third year stuff. Maybe it just never really got out of that. It was kind of just. It was just there mm. rather than like really ramping up to something that you know, you're expecting you, you kind something. Of remember. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. Right. Like I would go with FTR versus Lucha Brothers mm, from this year because really I, I love both teams for different reasons. I thought, okay, this could be great. And it was, yeah, that was definitely a second gear mm. feud, but they kept on going. And then even in Mexico, they're like, all right, cool, now doing a ladder match. I'm like, oh, no, really? Like, I don't want to see you do these wacky things. We just have this this match in my head that's really good that just didn't happen. Just a happen. straightforward yeah. match that you know they'll yeah. knock out of the blocks. And related to what, apart from Sydney said, Miz versus Daniel Bryan, when they finally did it years later, because it built on the, the, the greatest promo of all time from yeah. the Miz. Oh, this could be so good. And then again, Miz talking the mic, great. But they're like, all right, Miz. Same issue we had with Edge and all those other times, like Randy Orton as well. He's had some uh, stinkers. We'd say, all right, now wrestle 15 to 20 minutes. Yeah. Like all the other dudes is like, Miz can't do that. No. Miz yeah. is good for a good 10 minute match. He could do his thing, but like, now that's right. Like Harley Race did. It's like, no, Triple H, we can't all be you. Yeah. <laughs> He's not one for the epics. No, no. he isn't, which is fine. Yeah. No, because everybody, everybody does everything. But they keep on yeah. casting him in these roles he's not suited for. No. Bless him. How about yourself? So, the, so FTR. Yeah, that, that's Lucha my one at the top of my head. That's a good yeah. one. Yeah, I just thought this could be FTR so good, and, and it was like, can this feud be over so we can go back to having good matches with other people? <laughs> Again, one bad, but just thir third gear, like this guy says, cool. third gear. Yeah. Okay. People say fifth gear is third gear. For 
smarmy. <laughs> In the Tokyo Dome. Yeah. <laughs> Number two. Hello to whatever assortment of lads on today. That's right, it's the innocent men. <laughs> the innocent <laughs> men. In a hypothetical world, WWE is going out of business. Now holding one final big pay-per-view. Using wrestlers both dead and alive. Oh, Salinda. What would <laughs> will you guys have main event the final big WWE pay-per-view? And what would the closing image be? Cheers in advance, Charlie. Thank you, Charlie. The final, like, that's it. End, end of done. Hmm. You bring back God, and you have Vince McMahon versus God one final time. Yeah. God, God has to man. God, God wins at the end, and then has to manifest himself though for the final shot as he cr- as he calls for Omos's hand to come down and squash the arena to f- to end everything. WWE. Oh God, that squat was a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> It's no. still it's still 50-50, like, oh, can God do it? <laughs> I like that the hand of Omos is what probably ends WWE for good. No, but that's it. God's like, I'm not strong enough. <laughs> yeah. It's like, don't worry. Someone's here to help. Looks, who is it? Is it Bruno? <laughs> is it Austin? Is it Rock? No, it's Alex Riley! <laughs> Say it to my face! I was like, no! My one this week is, now! This was brought to you by Alex Riley's head. And of course, I play 24-7 in it. Alex Riley wakes up. Oh, oh lovely dream! <laughs> okay, um, final match. So it's something that should mm. be... That, that should cover the, the, the pantheon yeah. of, of WWE history. Mm. And it's dead or alive. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. And I'm presuming dead or alive and in prime. I hope so. Oh, yeah, yeah not like a skeleton. Yeah, I don't like doing this. Just, just, just dragging out Buddy Robinson. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, so taking that in mind, right, in their prime, six-man Armageddon Hell in a Cell. <laughs> okay? Mm-hmm. Armageddon, very appropriate. Yeah. Bruno San Martino. Mm-hmm. Versus Hulk Hogan, mm-hmm. versus Shawn Michaels, versus Steve Austin, versus John Cena, versus Roman Reigns. You've covered some of the main mm. generations there. Vince McMahon as referee, because <laughs> you've got to get Vince in there. Yeah. Um, I haven't decided on who wins yet, but I think the final shot that we have, and again, just to tie up some business from years gone by, it's Bruno throwing Vince off the cell. <laughs> Oh, that's that is pretty how cool. we end it. That's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> that's I like how that. we end it. Bruno up the top with Vince. Oh. Bruno, I hated the modern wrestling style things. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Swanton off the top of the Drink you with Austin. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno. No, we do now. <laughs> I lied for 40 years. He's got, he's got, he opens his, his big old room, posters of every pay-per-view from 1999. So great. I love the attitude. Yeah. That's that's mine anyway. That's how we're going off air for the final WWE whenever. Bruno, we invince off the cell. Hmm. Maybe into the hay truck, just for old times' sake. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, I know. I've got one. Either, oh, we sorry, end it, oh, sorry, either we end it on Vince going off the cell, or we have uh, a vi- the video package to Kid Rock's uh, Lonely Road of Fate. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, in the right time, I'd like to tear up at that. And it's a Kid Rock song. I'm like, Kid Rock didn't write this, did he? Mm. Like, 
same guy who poison my ears every time <laughs> just that re-recording of Sweet at Home Alabama oh but just changed it with different lyrics. God! <laughs> no. Like, that guy wrote that? No way. <laughs> um, I'll have the Usos, but they've won every belt. They've nice. resurrected like Jim Crockett Promotions. He's made, oh, the JCP title. Woo-hoo. <laughs> Ooh, we're going to the titles. We're going to do. We're in the company now. It's good. So Ooh, the- it'll be AW titles. That's a Clayton. Like, get all the belts. They're bringing all the belts in like a... In yeah, like a yeah, like, yeah no, the, the entire Anoy family are there. Because everyone's got to carry like one version of the belt. I was looking, I was looking uh, for some pictures of, of championships and stuff for, for a video coming soon. And oh someone yeah. said, look up the Super J Cup. And there's a photo of the Super J Cup at ringside. And I said, it just looks like somebody selling belts at a car. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah, was, well, Sasuke won it because every every promotion involved had their version of like every title. Yeah. And then Normal Dragon won it. But then he also had, it was like the UWA middleweight or an NWA middleweight title that he held mm. that he just, for years. And he's like, oh, perhaps I'll bring this along with that. me. <laughs> and then he won... The WWE Cruiserweight title. Poor bloke, getting all that through customs. I, I was going to say, so well, why great. not just have Ultimo Dragon just close everything out with every single belt, like you were saying, with yeah. the Usos? Oh, no, but then, no, no, sorry. Oh, okay, so the Usos, 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 Usos have all of them. All the belts. The bloodline. Who can possibly bait up? But the Usos were mint. Bloody mint we are. <laughs> Look at that. There's proof in the I pun. want them to say exactly what you're bloody writing there. Bloody mint we are. You know, we're the Usos. We're bloody mint we are. We are the cock of the north. And all this stuff. And then, like, Braha comes out and he's like, all right, <laughs> what, you and the anvil? Oh, that'd be great. And goes, no, 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 me and Shawn Michaels. And it's like, oh! and it's like the sexy heart. <laughs> All right, okay, yeah. Wow. That's good. Because that'll be the, the only way to end it, like those two teaming up and having a match. And winning all the belts mm. of the Usos? Yeah. How do they win the match? Uh, super kicks Jay, who then launches himself right into Brett and the sharpshooter. Beautiful. <laughs> you can have him in the sharpshooter, and Sean can just keep continuously super kicking him in the face. No, no, that's good. Even better is he's doing that, writing in pain, and Sean's going, I think yeah. I'm cute. I know, I know I'm sexy. We haven't won yet. Your songs are playing. I know. <laughs> Brett and the sharp. Brett's got him in the sharpshooter. Brett's got Jimmy in the sharpshooter. Jay tries to run in, and it's a super kick. And oh, then he dances. Oh. Then he dances. Nice. And nice. he goes, "What are we gonna do?" And uh, Jimmy puts him a sleeper hold. He goes, "Oh no, no, you don't! <laughs> no, not Brett's rope. <laughs> the my, strongest of the ropes. My one weakness. <laughs> uh, That's a great question. That was man. a great question. Thank you, Thank you. Number three. Topic on a up, lads. Long time watcher, second time submitter. Ooh. I recently attended a comic con in Telford. That was the same weekend as WrestleMania. At the event, there, was an, there were AEW stars Sammy Guevara, Tay Condi, Carl O'Reilly, and Bobby Fish. There was a Q&A with all four wrestlers during the event. I learned two major things. One, after an audience member asked what their thoughts were about Cody potentially going to WWE, all four wrestlers dodged the question with joke answers. Tay Condi brushed off saying, I did not know that. It's news to me. This made me think that Tony Khan has explicitly told the AEW roster not to say anything about the Cody situation. I think, yeah. I haven't heard anything from them, have they? They haven't been no. tweeting anything or saying anything on social media. About the Cody situation? Yeah. Um, I just heard people be like, happy for him. Cutie yeah, Marshall, uh, he was on, Cutie oh, Marshall Cutie asked about it. Say yeah, yeah, Cutie said we talk every day, really happy for him. He didn't mm. tell me like, like beat for beat what's going to happen like every week, but you know, we stay in touch and mm-hmm. you know, he's still one of my best friends in the business and I'm delighted for him. Cutie even said, I, I even before like AEW got rolling, I, I had a feeling he'd go back. Mm. So like... Oh, everyone's... We all said that. Yeah, of course you did. Uh, and also, Sammy and Tay are just. 
Wow. Are just as unlikable off screen as they are on screen. <laughs> Especially Sammy. Every question someone asked, he replied with a witty comedy answer. Oh, we hate it when people reply with our serious oh, For example, someone asked what his least favorite move to do was, and his answer was, any move I have to take. And this went on for the whole event, which got very little reaction. Oh, well, I'm glad the Telford Comic Con people paid for that. <laughs> I hope they booed him. <laughs> I have said this before, but keep up everything you guys do, and please never stop. You bring me great joy every week with this perfect pro wrestling podcast. Oh, thank you. Uh, enough of that. My question is, what do you think is better, bread or toast? <laughs> From Huddersfield Town forward, Andy Pooth. Oh, thank you, pal. Shut up, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Uh, toast. <laughs> toast. Ag agreed. I, I, a bit of bread, you're like... That's just a lazy snack, isn't it? Yeah. But you put it in there, put some butter on. Mm -hmm. That's a meal. I agree. Also, toast can hold. Say you say, "Wow, oh, what do you fancy? Tuna mayo sandwich or whatever, right?" In bread, yeah. You have a sandwich. That's fair enough. Okay. It can get soggy. It gets soggy mm. quicker than than toast. Right. I say you go for toast. Also, you put you when you make a toasty, so much better, isn't it? When you got the toasted yep. bread, everything's melted heat inside. It makes things better. It does. Agreed. It keeps it keeps the heat in as well with toast. Yeah. It's just toast is. Toast is the best. It's like an Eskimos of food. Yeah. So, Tom, you look up at your phone. It's just. So I was just checking whether um, whether it was Andy Booth from Huddersfield Town or not, whether that was a joke name. Oh, a recurring thing is people now. It's a new gimmick. Ah. It's if we didn't have enough on this bloody show. <laughs> is that uh, people, if they don't want to send their names in, they send in a favourite town forward or midfielder from a uh, usually 90s or early 2000s team. Fair enough then. Sorry, um, we should have said that. No, it's, that's fine. No, the so one I, day we got a real I, one from I, Andy Cole. I, 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 only ch I, I checked <laughs> because, because uh, Alex's sister's partner is a Huddersfield Town fan. So I was like, oh, if that's yourself, that would have been oh, nice. Bless you, Tom. <laughs> that's the reason Poor I was naive, checking. Tom. Well, know, it says right. it was Andy Booth. So. Um, anyway, uh, it, depends, it depends where... Um, I'm going to go toast. Good. I'm going to yes. stick with toast. Toast feels more like a substantial it meal does. than Agreed. bread. Agreed. Yeah. And so Jamie had a bad time with Sammy and Tame people know some and stuff. But, yeah. But like, it's it's bad sometimes if you have like a bad experience meeting someone and it's like just, you mm. know, it could be someone's just bad day after being in the prime condition or whatever. Mm. Like, have you ever had that where you've met someone and they've been a dick and then you meet them and they're like, oh, that's actually great. Yeah, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. How do I forget our origin story? Our every origin time? story. Yeah. Well, you know what? I don't care about Jans. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for sending you these hey, fantastic thanks thanks so thoughts and everything else from uh, all the great teams from Huddersfield Town to West Ham to all of them to Australia to Australia. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Sydney FC. Probably don't <laughs> exist. Uh, if you have any thoughts or queries, please send them to mailbag at cultaholic.com. Wrist piss. Hello, boys. Wrestling has so many colours, doesn't it? What? If you're new to the business, you're green. Oh, I see. If you've been busted open, it's a crimson mask. Chelsea green. Malachi black. Kerwin white. Kerwin white. That's the one you went with. So many, not Jay White. So many lovely colours. So my question this week is, what wrestler comes to mind when you think of the following colours? Okay. It may be from the name, attire, move, or general vibe. Okay. That's mm. a major announcement to type partner. Hugs <laughs> <laughs> and kisses, Elliot from Sweden and Dubai. Oh, 
interesting. Well, that's, a yeah. busy, that's, a, that's, that's a busy commute. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Elliot. All right, so fastest thought first. So Andrew, Tom, me. Mm -hmm. uh, Red. Regal. Kane. Uh, Hangman Page every three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Blue. Uh, Angle. Blue Kane. <laughs> Meanie. Blue Kane. Oh, I forgot about that Twitter gimmick. Blue Kane. <laughs> Black. Sting. Undertaker. Steve. Black man. Nice. White. Uh, Andrade. Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania. Oh, mm. I was going to call that. His um, entrance oh. bathed in the light. Ted DiBiase at SummerSlam. Oh, <laughs> you spicy boy. Oh. Yellow. Hogan. Gold dust, but early gold dust, because I'm a bit colorblind and he looked like he was yellow. <laughs> yellow dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you get at the back of, that's what you get at the bottom of a pack of Doritos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm staring at I can't think I'm going to be blue yellow. Um, who else wears yellow? Oh, uh, Brian Blair, Killer Bees. There you go, the Killer yeah. Buzz. That was rubbish, sorry. Killer uh, Buzz. Green. Uh, Jay Roberts. A WWF figure of Ted DiBiase that I had when I was oh, yeah, seven. Yeah. The green suited one when he had a little fist. Uh, yeah. Oh, I think he did that. Or he did yeah. a clothesline. One of the two. Yeah, I did one of them. What did he jump? Maybe he did it all. I think he jumped. Like he's made Dollar Man, do we want? <laughs> uh, green, uh, almost. <laughs> Purple. Flair. The artist formerly known as Prince Ikea. <laughs> oh, um, Bobby Roo? That's why he had purple robes at one time. I think he, he did. He probably yeah. did, yeah. Pink. Brett. Um, Jim Neidhart. <laughs> oh, Owen. Oh. Uh, Brown. Shawn Michaels at Elimination Chamber. Uh, oh, nice. <laughs> um, the, the, the poo suit that Big Show wore in December of 2002. <laughs> The poo suit. He wore an ugly ass brown mm. suit when he was WWE champion after he beat Brock Lesnar at Survivor Series. I don't remember that. It's ugly as heck. Look it up. He oh. looks a hot mess. He looks like he looks like Amber Heard left him in a bed. Oh, <laughs> thrown back. D'Lo. No, nice. oh, that's good. Uh, Gray. Edge, because of his hair. Now it's got bits mm. of sexy gray in there. Gray. Sexy gray man. Jake Silver, because <laughs> Silver looks a bit like... Oh! Mm. <laughs> uh, Dr. Wagner Jr., after he unmasked, and he was a oh. beautiful older oh. gentleman. <laughs> uh, bronze, and it says, uh, these are medals, but I don't care, <laughs> fight me. Bronze. Um, oh, well, quite like that. You've run out of colours already! <laughs> yeah, bronze. Uh, MJF spray tan. It's quite bronze. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Trent Seven's hands. <laughs> After yeah. a spray tan. <laughs> yeah. I was like, every mid-card in 2010. <laughs> uh, silver. Oh. Uh, uh, Shockmaster. Mm. Jake Silver. Uh, I'm going to go with Dr. Wagner Jr. so he takes it as a compliment rather than insult. <laughs> yeah. uh, gold. Gold dust. Berg. Oh, that's yeah. very good. Uh, good angles neck. Nice. Oh. Orange. Taz. <laughs> because of his logos, yeah, like orange. Because he's orange. Yeah. Yes. Cassidy. The Taz. Yeah. Again. Taz twice. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. Luger. The Lex Express. Yeah. Lacey Evans in a few weeks' time. <laughs> ah, she'll be your hero. 
Lucy, Lucy. <laughs> Rainbow. Uh, macho man when he's got his arms out and he's got all these flappy bits coming yeah, up yeah, and stuff. Like yeah. 91, 92. Yeah. Um, Zippy, George and Bungle in King of Trios 89. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dio. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> We're going to win King of Trios, Jeffrey. Oh, are we? <laughs> We've just taught Bungle out to do joke slam. I'm very good at it, Zippy. There's no rainbow. Break his twanger, George. <laughs> rainbow is a TV series that you probably see. made its debut during World War Two. <laughs> you see, Rainbow. Oh. It's, a, it's a nice crossover from this classic. Your great grandparents watch this show. <laughs> no, but the people who watch this are young. Fair. Oh, we're a big hit in the, you know, the 14-year-olds. Oh, Rainbow! Great! Oh, I love that show. You've got the Rainbow reference. Let me Look, go down there. Look, you guys got to pass it sooty in 64 Zoos Street. Rainbow! Right, tapping out. All right, fair enough. We listen to our fans some of the time. So thank you very much for sending your you. pieces. If you have any lovely lists to send, uh, please, 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 please send them to mailbag at collect.com. But please put not only Reese's Pieces in the title of the email, but also put down if there's an extra gimmick, what it is. Because you had that a few weeks ago, and it was weird. <laughs> well, someone just sent, like... You know the usual. We went, we on about? <laughs> we had to make it up as we went along. It was horrible. Oh, I, think wow. people, I think people liked it. That's fine. <laughs> anyway, thank you very much. Reese's Pieces. It's Cultaholics. The question. Ah. What a lovely, long, silly podcast. Stop that, Tom. Um, we have time just a little bit more before we do that. Thank you, as always, the Patreon producers. Hopefully they're listening all the way into this one. Um, GDA John, Reno2200, Noah Anderson, Anderson, and Nick Hrabi. Thank you very much, you beautiful bastards. We much appreciate you producing and patronizing us. Couldn't now allows us to pa patronize you. <laughs> the big question, which is, with the announcement of the Forbidden Door being... Non-forbidden. There we go. What is your dream New Japan X AEW cross hour? Okay. Now, we, um, disclosure. Disclosure. Uh, well, in the morning, that we, the day that we record this, mm. we've done the news this morning where this has been announced. Mm -hmm. So we had a little ponder ronda on this already. We did. Uh, so we're going to chuck out a few things that we talked about. So if you watch the news video on Thursday, you might hear some of these. We'll probably expand on them a little bit more. I know Matthew Gregory has a few as well. Um, I'll get the ball rolling. Hangman Page versus Shingo Takagi. Mm. <laughs> Page versus Takagi. So weird having Shingo as a New Japan dude. He'll always be Dragon Gate to me. Yeah, mm. I know, right? Because I'm 10 years behind everyone else. There was something about when we when we talked about it in the office upstairs, like there's as much love as there is for Hangman Page, there's a few people you think, yeah, Page Okada? And you thought, hmm, don't know. Something like a Takagi probably has... There's something a little right. bit more. Yeah. Something a bit more there mm. you can do. Well, I mean, people already complain about AW pay views being too long as it is. So putting a card on a live broadcast <laughs> again is a bit of a risk. It runs a risk. I mean, when it comes to Okada and a few of the other people, what's nice about this pay per view, just to very quickly mention it, is that it kind of falls in a bit of a lull period uh, after Dominion and ahead of the G1 climax. So it does mean that pretty much the the full roster of New Japan, the healthy mm -hmm. roster, yeah. is going to be available. I want to do it. Yeah. 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 So there's going to be a great selection. 
connections of people that can head over to the United Center in Chicago mm-hmm. to get amongst it. So oh, that's my there's my start of a ten. Hangman Page versus Takagi. Mm. Um, I'm going to go for okay. one that I didn't say on the news, and I would like to see. Make sure you do say the one you said on the news. Oh, I'll it's do, very, okay. very good. Do, so no, ones, no, do, no, do that in a bit. But do, do this that one in now. a bit. Okay. I, I'd like to see Undisputed Elite versus Bullet Club. I think that would be. I think mm. that's what they're going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think. Yeah. That, I mean, especially when Jay so wait, White wait, and Cole comes out and stuff. And but wait, what, what? Which Bullet Club? I thought that. I thought Bullet Club was just the Americans. I thought they didn't do Bullet Club. In I Japan they, anymore. they still do Bullet Club in Japan, don't they? It's um, thingy now, isn't it? Oh, uh, different branches. Yeah, yeah. They lie to me. I'm sorry. They lie to you. I'm behind on New Japan. So I would quite like to see that. And and at the end of it all, I would like to see Cole turn on the Undisputed Elite and side with Bullet Club. Oh. And that's when Kenny Omega comes back at that pay-per-view. Nice. And he's like, hey, what are you oh. doing to me, mates? I'm going to batter you now. And then they like get that. into it. Oh. <laughs> in terms of the Bullet Club lineup, like there is all the, there's a lot of rumblings about Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson mm-hmm. oh, and their God. contractual <laughs> situation. What's wrong? What's wrong? They're rubbish. <laughs> What's wrong? <laughs> well, what, mate? You don't like them? No, no, I've got no, I've got to think against it because of that. But no, like even if they didn't them, have yeah. a, a, a an homage to a, of a video series, just saying, um, no, they're rubbish. I mean, I, Anderson. I, know, moments, I, I, I was saying it just to get. I know, but some of these people are like, why? Ma- oh, honestly, Matthew, someone rips off your idea, and you're like, well, that's why. Mate, he's angry. That's like, what, this public domain idea, you mean? That's the only reason he's angry. That's the only reason he's angry. But yeah, Gallows, love- Gallows walks around like Hank Hill's dad, <laughs> and Anderson can do whatever. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to Forbidden Tower and get a blast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, them talking to a bunch of Japanese people don't understand what they're saying. That'd be great. Yes. <laughs> okay, so there we go. So Bullet Club versus uh, the Elite. Mm-hmm. Under yeah. the Elite. Hit us with your rhythm stick. <laughs> hit me, hit me, hit me. It's nice to be a lunatic. Well, there's so many great tag teams in New Japan. <laughs> Obviously, that's a division I like at the minute in AEW. I'd, I'd like to see Utra Express take on Okan and Cobb. Mm. Khan on the Cobb. Khan mm. on the Cobb. Khan <laughs> Tasty. You being such a fan of Star Wars Episode One, you know that I love Duel of the World. You know that's what they say in that song. Yeah. Conan the Cobb. Conan the Cobb. Yeah. And then then they come out and please welcome the team of Conan Cobb. Yeah. That'd be good. Nice. That'd be good fun. I'll chuck out a tag match. I'll chuck out a six-man tag potentially. Blackpool Combat Club versus Suzuki Goon. Oh, mm. what Saber Junior, <laughs> Suzuki, and the other one. The other one. <laughs> I'm sorry. The name's fallen out of my brain. <laughs> That's the one I was about to say. Tai Chi and Tai Chi. Tai Chi. Because if you don't do that, the other option you've got is to do Zack Saber Junior versus Danielson one on one, and that's quite a tasty prospect. Yeah, that is a tasty. Oh, prospect. the guy who's won keeps on winning the Danielson Award every year. Yeah, versus yeah. Danielson versus Danielson. Yeah. Because if you don't do them in the six man, you could just do their one on one and have a look yeah. time. Yeah. Mm. I would also like to see because there's been lots of naughty back and forth between the two. Omega and Osprey finally getting Ooh. like their blow off might be might be quite good as well. So this is where Omega comes back to have a little ruck with Will Osprey. Yeah, I like part of me feels like this could very well be the place where Omega comes back as well at this show. I think you get a 
big old popper Rooney. Oh, Get yeah. that Linda popper Rooney. Almost like, which side is he on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Which side uh, New, is he New on? New Japan quickly shut the door. You're not on our side. <laughs> <laughs> no. They, they brick up their entrance very quickly. Oh, that guy who has to borrow that video equipment to fill the, from us, yeah. for that company he was going to leave us for. <laughs> Yay! No, it's just... Uh, Let's, let's Omega Tween. I don't know why there's any issues between me and YouTube fan. That was so great. <laughs> Chuck out another one? Uh, I'm going to borrow one from the bit of paper you got. Um, well, I mean, the obvious one between the, the two shooters, Shibata and Hook. Oh, that's good, that, isn't it? That's right. I like that one. I like that one. With Taz commentary. Oh, my God. <laughs> just Taz. Just Taz. Maybe Chris Yeah, Chalton. no one else. Doesn't even need a microphone. She's yelling. <laughs> <laughs> that's a nice shout. That's a nice shout. Um... I will suggest from this little list that we put together earlier um, upstairs, uh, Andrade versus Naito. That's very... I like there's that. A little, oh, there's a classy yeah. little there. combo there. Okay, yeah. Classy little back and forth mm -hmm. those two could have. I think Naito's great. Um, I think Andrade would compliment him and his yeah. style. Very tranquilo, both of them. Uh, I like your one, your your big battle of the finishers. The, the big battle of the knees. Yeah. Get, in, get your knees, the knees on The knees at Mother Brown Invitational. Uh, Kentra and CM Punk. They've oh. had back and forth on Twitter before oh, as well about GTSs yeah, 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 yeah. and this, that, and the other. I think those That's, two would yeah. put on a really, really, really good match. Do we do think with Gorillas of Destiny? Yeah. Ooh. They can win any belt it's <laughs> <laughs> the ring of honor one or whatever or the TBS tag belt or was there Which as long as they win them immediately throw them, <laughs> <laughs> throw them get out of here which team would compliment Gorillas of Destiny Ooh. that we've got on the on the roster I mean FTR yeah, uh, well, uh, I think they're good ones Santana and Ortiz Santana Ortiz is a good, good shout proud and powerful mm. any mix of team Taz Hmm. Um, you could do just me then Ricky Starks no, Rick, yeah I think Starks would be good the whole like New Japan's very stable based so yeah. I think AEW like, borrows from that heavily I think it's not negative mm. Mm. but yeah I'm going to chuck out some here two here that, that Jack Atkins came up with oh okay <laughs> from uh, cultaholic.com he's also my co-host on the Cultaholic Classic Raw Review every Monday um, he suggests a little bit of lightheartedness. Uh, Toro Yano versus Orange Cassidy versus Danhausen in a rubber chicken on a pole match. <laughs> and this right. one, I've, I've, this this needs to main event. Tony Khan versus Anoki. <laughs> oh. That's Anoki just, just slapping the taste out of Khan's <laughs> mouth. Slapping the coke right out of his system. <laughs> Khan. Joke, joke, <laughs> joke. I'm sorry. I'm Ka sorry. Khan, right? Tony Khan, Inoki. Think of how that's going to roll, right? Tony Khan and Inoki. It's Inoki yeah. backing Khan into a corner, just battering. Yeah. And Khan, it's like one last move. I can't take it. Boop, 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 boop. All the bots come flying in <laughs> to take out Inoki. I was controlling them all along. It's like Mysterio and Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> No, he no, no, my poster, but, 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 but. <laughs> It's the three announced that player that time. They just sound like he just went. That's, that's your impression of Tony Khan. Yes, <laughs> it's accurate. I'm glad you toned it down. <laughs> uh, no, I don't want this match to happen. I want to hear Enoki's rambling about the match that didn't actually happen. 
<laughs> I want an Oki yeah. to, to give a full report of the match. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, never yeah. Happened. Remember when I fought, fought Muhammad Ali? Well, and Muhammad Ali had rocks in his gloves to make it harder. Well, it was a bit like that. <laughs> really, <laughs> an Oki? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Tony Carney's 10 foot tall, you know. <laughs> yeah. The boss like, could the form walking. to make a huge yes. Tony Khan to take ah. him out. He got his Tony Khan Eggman suit. <laughs> and uh, he had the power of the gem. And you're like, sir, isn't this the plot of Sonic 2? Silence! <laughs> but luckily I was able to take him down with uh, the flying heel kick to the head. <laughs> Chaos Emerald turned right. to Super Inoki. <laughs> That's right. God, Super Inoki, that's a terrifying thought. Because Inoki's tough enough. I survived scandals. I was able to survive the giant Eggman Tony Khan suit. <laughs> He's a billionaire. He, they all own one of them. For special emergencies, like when Inoki comes calling. <laughs> well, that's a hell of a card. Tony, call us, mate. Booked it. We've booked God, it booked it. It's, it's easy, rest of my life, isn't it? <laughs> Wrestling's easy. We've you could show it. all the women backstage going, wow, what a great show. <laughs> uh, speaking of great shows, you've just watched uh, this into one of them. Let us know down there, oh. by the way, which AWX New Japan matches you want mm. in the comments. Oh, I'm glad they had people on the show who knew who works for New Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you say about Jack? He's off sick. <laughs> Shut up, YouTube commenter. Horrible. <laughs> I'm sad that Sam Driver isn't available for this one because I think mm. Sam would have had a lot of fun on this Sam, one. Sam's like, yeah, we wait for the one week you're not here to talk about New Japan. Yeah, but it'd be <laughs> that we haven't booked Ishii. We'll never talk about it ever again. <laughs> anyway, Andrew, yes. what have you got for us until next week? Uh, well, I'm actually off next week, but I'm currently working. You're off as well. I'm off as well next week. <laughs> Me, I know, right? Is I'm off. off? Snake no. bitten. Call the holly. Sna- right I'm now. sorry. I'm sorry. It's like the raw roster from 2001. I know. Get ready for a double shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm off next week, so so there won't be much from me um, in terms of content and stuff. But I'm working on a series at the moment that I'm looking forward to putting out there. I don't want to say what it is, just in case people. Uh, I'm not allowed to say what it is yet. But oh, wait, wait. Major announcement. Come Major announcement. Oh. Uh, I'm looking forward to it, and I hope everybody likes it too when it's done. Um, but other than that, yeah, that, that's that's about it from me. What about you, Tom? Um, Drew McIntyre on the Cultaholic YouTube channel this weekend. Having a well, the chat. Drew McIntyre. The Drew McIntyre oh, okay. from the WWE. <laughs> the Drew McIntyre. The Drew McIntyre. <laughs> Someone dressed up uh, in the street as Drew McIntyre. You're just there with the microphone. Oh, I'm trying to pick this up, just like we don't have to get I've these. I've been <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Do you ever wonder whether Drew McIntyre would give Alan Shearer a claymore? <laughs> We've answered that all question. the time. I think Why? that every day. Why? No, what? Why would he do that? That's right, Matthew. You oh. have. Find <laughs> out what his answer is at youtube.com slash Gotaholic. Um, classic I don't like Raw, Drew anymore. The classic Raw review, classic Smackdown review, classic Nitro review, or next week on the podcast feed. If you don't subscribe to the podcast feed, you're missing out on about 11 hours a week of extra content from your favorite Cultaholic lads and me. And as well as all of that, um, another Desert Island Graps coming this week. I don't want to say who it is because we are we, we had a date set in mind. We've now changed it. Um, but when I know more you'll know more on the Cultaholic podcast feed I think that's everything that I can plug at the moment there's like Andrew a few other videos I'm working on that's on on the QT Mm. I'll look a little bit more alive next week because full disclosure I've I've spent this week doing two jobs which is a terrible idea bless you I took on some extra shifts doing radio uh, covering the overnight shift so I've been (laughs) working till about 2am every day and that's probably why if I'm a little bit more frantic than normal for this (laughs) that's probably why (laughs) we'll be better next week (laughs) Matthew, what have you... 
have you got coming up? I'm working on stuff as well, but until then, I'll probably be getting the S rank on every Metal Gear Solid 5 mission. <laughs> yes! You can do it. Tricking it's hard. I can because I've got all the, the great weapons now. So it's like, Snake, do mission one. You can first find... All right, I got him. And Jin. You need to get more Jin oh, as no, well. God, more no. Jin. No. Jin's the secret. It is. I'll, I'll be at the Edinburgh Zoo saluting the animals. Um, why is that, Matthew? Well, go to patreon.com forward slash calledaholic and send in your thoughts and queries and penguin-related issues to mailbag at collect.com. But for now, you have been the beautiful viewer. We have been the innocent men. That's how you stay one name. innocent men. We're like AEW. Every time there's a different lineup of slight white one person changed, it's a different name. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I like that. I like it a I lot. Like it. Not the people's front of Judea. <laughs> That's great. Right. We'll point at the lovely Cultaholic sign. End this on three. We'll all pretend that almost as giant hand is going to water. One, two, three. <laughs> Never trust a steak. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. 